You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Alright, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week of ripping and tearing. This being Monday, the I'm just going to guess now off the top of the head. What am I feeling? What am I thinking? 16th of November. Or 15th. I don't know. 15th. 15th. There you go. Uh, 2021, year of our Lord St. Peter Volandis. Um, We will get into the fact that we are world champions again. That'll happen. Obviously, winners win, um, and that's what we do as a nation here, a nation of Australians. We will get into that, but before we do, it would be remiss of me not just to welcome in my dear friend, Edward Simpson, co-host of the show. Some of you may know. How are you? Good to be here, mate. I've got a pep in my step this morning. I've yeah? I've got a pep in my step. I I'm f- pepped up. I don't, but like I feel like I would have if I'd had if my sleep had been good, like I've got enough in me where it's like, oh, he could have had pep today. I, I came pepped. I came pepped. Yeah. And it's all about sleep. Sleep will pep you up. Have you had a good weekend of sleep? I've had a, yeah, I have. I slept, I slept in on Saturday after a couple of, <clears throat> shout out to Harry Solomon, whose 30th was on Friday night. He put on a hell of a do, had a hell of a time. Fucking fantastic. Also, Smart footy. Smart eyes up footy from Harry. Harry goes, let's do this thing on Friday. Perfect. Gives me the rest of the weekend to fucking put the feet up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bounce back. Bounce back. Get sleep into the system. Now I come in pepped. Now I come in ready. Now I come in like a fucking goddamn hero. Yeah. All because Harry plays eyes up footy, puts his 30th on Friday night. Well, any, any big do, I think, once you're this age on the Friday, I think we've said it like weddings. Friday, get married. Or is it... Yeah, Friday yeah. get married, Saturday recovery, recovery Saturday. Yeah. Sunday recovery of the recovery. That's right. That's correct. So that's great play. Happy birthday to Harry. I, funnily enough, think that I'm related to him. You I think, think I've said this Is that a vibe thing? No, it's not a vibe. It's certainly not. I've never like vibe related. Oh, you know what? I freaking like I could be related to him. Vibe doesn't really work for me in that situation. But I think there's some like third cousinry or some shit. But so, but like you, you're saying a lot of thinks, maybes. Well, listen, it's not based in no fact because it's certainly not something that I personally have just like plucked out of thin air. But that's why I was checking. Yes. Well, that'd be a because dis- it sounded like it was. A but vibe. that would be like possibly the weirdest thing I've ever done if I just started yeah, I claiming that I was related yeah, yeah. to Harry but Solomon. You're, you're sleep deprived. I am sleep deprived. Can you tell? Like, I feel like I'm yeah. speaking a little slower than, no, than no, maybe like I what I tell. would. Yeah. I can tell. Because, I mean, look, we are making a bit of a habit of wearing sunnies on the couch every fucking Monday morning. It's honestly only a Monday morning thing when I, you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I'm trying to be Kanye goddamn West. Well, it's early. Inside. It's, it's early. early. It's Monday. Dribbles, it's not like 11 o'clock. No. You know what I mean? It's fucking 7.30. Yeah. So there's that. So you're related to Harry. Maybe a third cousin. Something like that in that sort of a postcode. I... Don't think I'd be able to name a third cousin of mine. I can name mm. second cousins. I also get confused about what constitutes a second cousin or a third cousin. I think a second I cousin the is impression like your parents' cousin. Your parents' cousin is your second cousin. Yeah. Is their child your third cousin? That mine, my knowledge, as deep and as fucking hectic as it is, it it doesn't go beyond the second cousin. My knowledge of cousinry. See, the other thing as well that throws me is because you're 
So, yeah, I've heard that before. Your parents' cousin, your second cousin. But aren't they more of like a great aunt, even though I don't know if the great aunt... No, the great the right, aunt Because is, they're older than you. But the great aunt is your parents' aunt. Right. So your grandma's sibling. That's your great aunt. Yeah. Okay. Or uncle. Okay. A great aunt's not just like a cousin. But do you know shit. what I mean though? Like, yeah, you're my cousin, but you're also like 50 or 60. Yeah, like yeah but that's parents. why you're a second cousin. But, but then you can also have a second cousin that's younger. I but guess. then, so then their kid's your third cousin? I don't, as I said to you just before, and obviously you didn't listen and you're trying to push me on it. You're trying to catch me out. My understanding of cousins doesn't go beyond the second cousin. Yes. I also think from a legal standpoint, second cousin is play on from a... Do you reckon? Second cousin? Procreating. I'm yeah. not saying that... Oh, I don't I'm, so. I'm not, I don't think so. I'm not sitting here uh, championing think, it. I, I, don't just, think you, I don't think you I can... I think it's legal. I don't think you can root your parents' cousins. I think that's a pretty long mm. bow to draw. Now, and I think that if you told your parents, it'd be less than fucking... I legal. think, dude, you can... I think it's legal for first cousins to do it. I'm not going to get into the minutiae of the law. I'm, I'm talking about the law by which we all hold ourselves to account, and that's the law of public opinion. <laughs> I, and the law of public opinion, I don't think it flies. You are allowed to marry a cousin, niece, nephew, aunt, niece? Or, niece. or aunt or uncle in Australia. You can marry your niece. That seems... A, that, that seems... That's, I thought you'd be locked up for that. Jesus Christ. Now, I do, a friend of mine, I mean, I haven't seen him like years. A, is that like a fucking law for the hicks up in the hills? What's that about? About being able to marry your niece? I don't know. I mean, that seems like there's too much of, like, the same blood. That's, mate, that's fucking shook me up. My mate, you can who, marry your niece? My mate who used to live next door to me when um, growing up, his, his mum divorced his dad and remarried her first cousin. Had two kids. First cousin. Mm. Kids were good. Yeah. I think it's there. It's Didn't the, we look that up the other day? It's like next down the line or something. Maybe we did. I don't know. This probably isn't the first fucking inbreeding conversation we've had on the podcast. Look, I just, again, in the law of public opinion, marrying your niece, even if it's legal, like I wouldn't be rolling that out. No. Oh, it's, mate, it's legal. Though. Yeah, like, no, I no, don't no. Know. Anytime you need to justify behaviour, no, but it's fucking legal. Imagine like, going no. to your brother, listen, I'm fucking, I'm with your daughter now. Dude, it's legal. Yeah, Boy, it's no, legal. no, no, it's completely legal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now. Have you heard that, like, uh, researchers say that marrying your third or fourth cousin is actually optimal? Because people who have, like, genetic material that's too different could be in incompatible, but that's kind of like the Goldilocks zone for marrying your cousin, apparently. Third or fourth cousin starting to get pretty, like, stretched out. Yeah. No, no it's fourth very... Fourth cousin, fuck me. Same with third. That? Third and fourth cousin is stretched out. Very much so. Yeah. Given that I don't know who the fuck they are. No, exactly. You could already be... Ella could be your fourth cousin. That'd be upsetting. <laughs> she... I mean, who knows? It shouldn't be upsetting. I think at fourth, you're all right. Okay. I think you're okay. But there is... There Again, is, I don't know. There that. are connotations with the word cousin. Look, that, you're look, not going to... You you yeah, yeah. You won't be able to shake those. You no. won't be able to scrub the internet of yeah, the yeah. fact Eddie's that you're... Cousin. Eddie's with his yeah. cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, gone, by the way. No. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify. Well, I need to clarify. No, no, I get it. Um, I think it's probably important for us to acknowledge as well that punter power... Is real. It's real. And 
it's never been more like perfect. Yes, synergy, of, synergistic, synergistic. Well, uh, in a synergistic way. Way. Yeah. Punter power never been more prevalent, more relevant. Synergistic, one of the great words. Well, if it is a word. It's not, but yeah. you know what I if mean. If it were. Yeah. I was just trying to pump you up on a fucking slow Monday. Yeah, I am on a slow Monday, dude. I'm like a, I'm like a fucking... You don't usually fuck up your words. I'm like, I'm like a computer that needs to like update its software. You look like Windows 95 living in a 2020 world. That's what I feel like, dude. Hmm. I feel like my very basic functionality, like you can't even... If you delete something, it's gone. You can't control Z, so I don't have that capability yet. I don't even think you've got short codes. No, exactly. I don't have short control codes. C, control yeah, v. control C, control V. The most control. famous of all short codes. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Or C, control, uh, control, alt, delete. Control, alt, delete. Also a very good one. What we're trying to I say think that's here, Windows though. Punters, dribblers. We look to have secured some time with the great Ricky Ponting. Yeah, that's the, that. Ju- looks uh, like. Yeah, just the second best batsman of all time. Yeah. So that looks to be happening. Yeah. With forearms like Popeye. Yeah, exactly. Hairy Thick as fuck. That seems to be the case. Obviously, couldn't have done it without the punter and the dribbler, the power of the punter and the dribbler getting behind, calling Ricky out. Ricky being a good sport. Ricky being a great sport. Yeah. Ricky recognizing that the punter and the dribbler doing God's work, and he, as a disciple of the Lord, must answer the call, mm. the punter and the dribbler, mm. given that he is a punter. Yes. Not a dribbler. Not a dribbler. So keep your eyes and ears peeled, but that is coming. Yeah. Coming sooner rather than later. Coming sooner rather than later. We've got a couple in the pipe. We've got a couple in the pipe. The other one will just be let hang. Yeah, yeah. There's another big one. Yeah. There's another huge one. Yeah. That's all we'll say? That's all we're saying. That's all we want to say. Um, I don't think we need him to say more than that. No, look, Eddie, sometimes I just think if you, you tried to say any more, it would be a little bit much. Sometimes you can say more by saying less. Now, I don't want to bite on the style and the lyricism of the great Ronan Keating, I believe. But you say it best when when you you say say nothing nothing at all. Shout out to Ronan Keating. And shout out to Notting Hill, which that movie's in, and it is used perfectly. Perfectly. Well, it completes the film. Yeah. You could argue that the film would be incomplete if Ronan doesn't come in and, and get into his work. Smile on your face lets me know that you need me. Yeah. There's a truth in your eyes saying you'll never leave me. The touch of your hand says you'll catch me whenever, whenever I, fall. I fall. You say it best. When you say, say it best. When you say nothing at all. Great song. Great song. Great movie. Yep. Um, how'd we get there? Uh, inbreds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's always the way. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty fucking dope, Eddie, that we're going to get a yarn with the, the great man, Ricky Punter Ponting. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, my notes are not ordered. Usually I'll try and put some order in there, but... How'd you go yesterday? Thick robes. Thick robes, motherfucking county, baby. We're back. First time ever in our history that we've got back-to-back wins. Love that. Um... This game, I'll be honest, I played like shit. Did you? Well, I didn't bat well. I got What'd you get? 10. Yeah, tough. How'd you get out? LB. Probably bad call, but Eddie, you can't be, you can't be spending the rest of your life blaming the calls. You know what I mean? 
The problem with... Has anyone that's ever got out LB been like, that was plum? Probably not. Not many. Exactly. Now, I... The whole chat in the week, in the lead up to this game on the weekend was that the team we're up against, whose name I can't remember, bunch of good dudes, really nice. Like, they were, they were cool. But, like, the, the chat was like, these guys are fucking awful and we should hump them into the earth. How did you know they were awful? Because of their stats. The great thing about last man standing is you've got your stats for your whole career. Your team's got their whole stats. They right. haven't won a game in 22 games. Right, okay. One of their bowlers averages like 100. Like, it's fucking absurd. So we went in there very confident and we're like, we'll punt these losers. You greatest respect. Their two openers come out and fucking put in like a hundred run stand. And we're like, oh shit. What's going on here? Did you bowl like shit? We didn't. We dropped some catches. Dropped some catches. I dropped one. He, Chicka got dropped three times. Um, anyway, they set a pretty good score. We were like, what the fuck's this about? Um, we got out there and again, nice guys, greatest respect. Nice guys, greatest respect. When I say to you, and I mean no disrespect to you, that as a collective of like eight guys, there isn't, it's not even close. There's no second place. The worst bowlers, the least coordinated cricketing bowlers I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the worst. One guy tripped over and fell onto the stumps. <laughs> <laughs> Which made getting out f even more. It was almost like you didn't know where, where any ball was going to go. Lobs, fucking. I reckon they because so basically we came down to the last ball of the game. We had to run, hit two to win. That's how tight. That's it how was. tight it got. Even though they were bowling pies, falling under the stars. Dude, honestly, if we you got out for ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it LB was, off a pie. Dude, like could have bounced twice. <laughs> oh my god. It was the worst. So it was just a complete and utter shit show. Yeah, but like, again, good dudes, whatever. But what was funny I'm was... I'm on both fucking Yeah, 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 yeah. What was funny was these guys hadn't had a win for fucking 22 games and they were on the absolute cusp of winning. Like, we were going to lose. We were like, holy shit, we're going to lose to these guys. We needed like uh, 40 off 20 and then we needed 30 off 10 or 30 off 15 or something like it was... Who saved you? Uh, so his name's Alex... And he came in and we needed, what must we have needed? Like 16 off three balls or something? What? Are you serious? Or, or no. 12 off three? Let's say 10 off three. He we got, need... I'm on the stats here online. He got nine off three. That's Yes, but. <laughs> 16 off three. No, no, no. That's what we needed, what to, need win. to win. That's right. what we need to win. So, but it might've been 10, but he's come in and we're going, fuck, there's three deliveries left here. We are absolutely, we're fucked. Or four deliveries left, and we're fucked. And then he just comes out and just crunches back-to-back -back fours. And we're like, like, just couldn't have middled him better. Then gets a single, so that's nine, 10, 11. So we need 11 off three balls. And then Harvey's come and just fucking hit a two to win it. But these guys were like, we're top of the table. They're like, that. we're on the cusp of a win here. We haven't won in 22 games. I know what it feels like to be winless. We didn't win for 16 games. And we just ripped it away from them. And it was fucking hilarious. We felt bad afterwards. We weren't thinking about it, but like this, these guys getting so close and tense. Were they demo? Yes. Yes. But like in the same way that anyone would be like, it was just more that like you get so fucking close in these dumb games of cricket. What, and then... What division you in? 
the whatever the bottom is they bowl like honestly like because if you if they bowl to you and it's a wide the first wide's one run and then the second wide every wide after is three runs in and over and all of those runs are attributed to bat- batters so like so the fucking some of the boys had like close to 50 runs and they faced like three balls oh my god yeah Will Hickey and James Harvey both got 47 off 26 and 28. Yeah. <laughs> they were smacking them as well, but we were just saying like it was... Not that, to that. Not to they that. They probably could have done us. They probably could have lost in sundries alone. Yeah, three of their bowlers were going for over 10 and a half. How yeah. many sundries did they have? It, does, it doesn't give it. Because they attributed yeah, it to the batsman. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, I know. I know. That's annoying. Why is that? Um, I think it's probably just an easier thing. We just give it to the batsman. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, but Thick Ropes County, 11, undefeated. Love that. Top of the table. I don't know, actually, if we're top of the table because we missed a game, but we should be. But it was good. Went out there, contributed absolutely nothing. I got a wicket, but, like, I didn't contribute. I did fuck all. That's all right, man. You know what I mean? But That's then, right. Hey, don't worry about it. This actually pushes me into my next line of conversation. Isn't it funny as well that we speak about my T20 competition before the World Cup we won? It's just the height of fucking... Well, it's the intro. It's yeah. about how our weeks have been. That's true. We're saving it. I went to the pub afterwards, the home of the Thick Ropes County 11, the Nelson in Bondi Junction. Good pub. Great pub. Had my schnitty, schnitty lube, obviously, double gravy. Did you go Did you go normal gravy and... Um, mushroom. Mushroom? Yeah. yeah. Notice that. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. I actually was watching the video and I was like... Where's this dickhead's second gravy? I was about to fucking get you on the blower. Yeah, I was yeah. about to get you on the blower yeah. and go, what sort of tone are you setting to the yeah. pu- for the punter and the dribbler on our page? Yeah. Not double graving. Not double graving. I didn't have to call because it was a second one there. There's a second one there. And also, not just a second one. It was a mushroom gravy mix, which is very cutting edge in the fucking gravy business. Very cutting edge. Someone fucking inbox has been like, why are they two colours? Uh, I don't know, dickhead. Work it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, they're different gravies. They're different gravies. At the Nelson, I don't know if it's gone back to self-serve. It has, Edward. But there's like six gravies on the go. There's a there. self-serve gravy And buffet. you get a ladle, punters and dribblers, yep. and you can put on as much as you want. Yep. You yep. can drench it if you'd like. Now, this is what I wanted to talk about in terms of the Cobra, drenching here. What's up? Is that I had, a, I had not like had a couple of dribblers come and go, Where's the gravy? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, that's fucking no gravy. I'm like, now, I would disagree with that. I would say that when it comes to a gravy schnitty, that there is a ratio, an equilibrium that must be fucking understood and maintained because gravy essential on a fucking schnitty, but if there is absolutely a Goldilocks zone and if you go over it, too much gravy. I can see where the punter and the dribbler were coming from based on the footage I saw. I think that there was room for more, in my opinion. But that was because the things, they looked quite small. Uh, they were actually were not. So how, this is how I would have changed things. If you were to approach this yourself. I would have lifted up the schnitty. Yes. And I would have got the chips working. And I would have dropped it back, back down, down. And then worked the schnitty. We were having this conversation about the setup because the schnitty can hog gravy it's a gravy hog Always yeah it, has been. it can be yeah. well it is in its inherent soul it's mm. a gravy hog 
and the chips sometimes don't get the bath they were looking for. I can see what you're I saying. I like to share the love. And it's important to share the love. I, but you um, did have two. You, at the end of the day, you had two gravies. You, you had double, had double gravy. So, There's no doubt in that. You know. And you, can't, you can't shoot a bloke for getting two gravies when we were the ones that fucking told you shits to get two gravies. Yeah. Before that, you're only getting one. Exactly. And you know you're worse. And now you're, fucking, now you're in the DMs. Where's the gravy? No, mate. No one was getting two gravies until I told you to. No one. King now of two gravies. Now you're playing eyes up footy. Be that as it may, Tom, where were you going with that yarn? Or is that, is that the yarn complete? Mate, I'm trying to actually think back to what we were just talking about. Double gravies. Mm. Oh, it was basically the dribbler getting in the DM to start spouting off about gravy ratios. And I'm like, cunt, there's a ratio that needs to be maintained. Now, you think that more gravy... I disagree respectfully with you on the more gravy with what I had, knowing how the setup went down. But you know what I'm like. You, I do know what you like. I, I think I am a little bit more, I wouldn't say conservative, but I would say conservative because I don't want it to be like a swamp, mm. a gravy swamp. I need it to still have some crispness to the chip, to the, to the, to the schnitty. Sometimes I'll swamp up. Yeah. Well, like if, is- I'm, if I've been to fucking Charcoal Charlie, sorry to cut you off, Dave, you can come after me. Um, if I'm sometimes feeling really gluttonous and feeling like very sorry for myself, I'll go to Chuckle Charlie's, I'll get a family chips because Ella always wants some, so you need you need you got to pr- go you got a plan for it. And I'll get the chicken schnitzel. I know it's a bit boring, but I don't like their burgers. And I'll get like, they send down a gravy that is like true blue. It's mm. fucking massive. Like a New Haven pool. Like a New Haven pool. And I'll just put, I'll put like a handful of chips down and then I'll put the schnitzel down and I'll just pour it and that thing's covered. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if it's soaked. Yeah. And I get into it. And you get into it. And then I add more chips to my like pool of gravy. Yeah, right. Like. We'll see that, 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 but thereby reducing the amount but of gravy. But what I'm saying is I'll, I'll soak. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a, you're a marsh, a gravy marsh. Yeah, I don't mind a gravy marsh. A gravy swamp. I don't hate it. Dave? I was just going to say, the thing is, you can always put more on, you know, once it's still crispy. But once you've doused that, if it's soggy, then there's no turning back. Can't yeah, take it off. you can't. You can't put toothpaste back in the tube. Although I'm sure there is a way you can do that, but I just don't think it's that Well, easy. I'd say this. How do they get it in there? Huge point. <laughs> Huge point. Doesn't just fucking materialise. They, they don't build it? the tube around the toothpaste. No. It's a fucking great question. Mm. I mean, point, mm. not question. So, it can be done. It can be done. Um, how was your weekend? <coughs> weekend was good. Bucks got a win last week, about 12-3, I think. Bucks are back. Bucks are back. Never fear. The Bucks are back. Did you play? I no. thought you, yeah, you missed out. Well, because we had... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we caught up. I met, the, I met Zoe. Shout out to her. Spent the afternoon with Evie. Tom and I might have had a couple of fucking martinis. We got into the Thursday martinis. I get home. I've had a couple of martinis and the brain slows down. Mm. And then I'm like, holy shit, is it five o'clock? Holy fuck, have I edited the podcast? No, I haven't. So I had to pull the pin. Yep. The punter and the dribbler comes first. Think about that. I pulled the pin on Oztag, one of my favourite pastimes for you fucks. Yeah. So don't fucking tell me we don't do anything for you. Because we do. Because we do. But the Bucks are back. Bucks are back. 12-3, huge win. Okay, so we're now like... So we're one more week of seeding. See how it goes. See where we're at. I'm thinking probably again around Div 3, I'd say. Div 3. I'd say. Div 3, Div 4, Div 3. 
relegations uh, relegation zone sort of well, shit. Well, we did three last year. Oh, okay, cool. So you're maintaining your position. I would say, but who knows? Could you, be five. Oh, you could go down. You Mate, it's it's like it's up to the gods, really. No one knows. Well, but is it the if gods? You're seeding, or is it the if you're seeding fucking nine divisions, there's going to be a little bit of like, fuck it, fuck, fuck it, it, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Um. Well, we're look. We're building some pretty nice little sporting franchises on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, we may have danced around it for long enough, but dance around it, we will no longer because we are draped head to toe in Australian fucking gold, canary yellow, fucking one day fineries, one day pajamas. We're in the pajamas. Yeah, we're draped in our one-day fineries. We're draped in our pajamas to celebrate one of the great wins, dude. World in Cup champs, cricket. World Cup champs. Ride us off at your own goddamn peril. That's yeah. what I'd say. Fuck you, Michael Pride of Fuck hates you, the nation Pride. fame. You're a, you are, mate. There's I'm half a mine. I'm honestly half a mine to nip down to immigration and go fuck this bloke. Yeah, off. yeah. I don't care if he's stateless. I don't give a shit. No, no, no. Let's fuck Revoke him off. Revoke his passport and tell him to fuck off. Let's put him on like a dinghy <coughs> and just push him off the fucking... Get rid of him. He hates the nation. Push, push him off the coast and just go, see you, dude. See you, bro. Off you go. The nation, Australia, reared you, birthed you. Yeah. Turned you into the man you are, giving it, giving you, giving you everything you, every, you have. Every opportunity you've ever had. Piss off. Because Australia's T20 World Cup champions... That's our first T20 gong, but I mean, let's be honest, the first five or six iterations, we didn't really give a shit no, about we as a nation. Care. We were like, oh, what? I thought 50 day test cricket, uh, we thought 50 day World Cups was the thing, but little did we know, punters and dribblers, is that world cricket, pissed off by how successful we were, were like, let's change the rules. Yeah. Let's try and get one over the Australians. Look, it took us a little while to catch on, but catch on we have. Oh, we've caught on. And now, sure as shit, who holds both? I oh know. Are we 50 day as well? No, we're not 50 day. Who won the last 50 England. day? England. Bastards. But that was bullshit. Yeah, well, so New Zealand really do. New Zealand are one day champions. We are T20 champions. Is the T20 now the, the number one fucking format in the game? It is at least it for, is the next, for today. It is for today. It is for the 15th of November. Yeah. And then from then on, it's, it's not. But Well, as of the 8th of December, it's not. I'm cool with that. Cool with that. Gonna day stay. one, Ashes, first yeah, No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm cool. with you. Um, the Kiwis, obviously, you know, there are a lot of people going, oh, let's see how fucking Kiwi are now, boys. I was like, uh, no, listen to this. We are Australian. Hang on. Can I say something about that? Yep. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm. Those punters and dribblers. Like, when have we ever said that we're Kiwi first? No. Your mother, my father, Kiwi. That's that's where the that's where the the loyalty lies. Yeah, we've but got we blood running through our veins. We're born and reared here, bro. Yeah. So leave that shit at the door. We ain't no Michael Prides. <laughs> no, we're not, mate. Um, it seemed like Is a there game. Is more patriotic, Tom? Uh, no, not for you and me, mate. No. The didn't seem like a game with much controversy. Oh, no. New Zealand just came out and bashed the fuck out of it. Kane Williamson is a... I want to say he's a footballer, this kid. Kane he, Williamson is a footballer. Oh, shit, yeah. He's an out-and-out footballer and out a out cricketer. Football. Oh, fuck, yeah. I tell you what, Josh Hazelwood would have been sitting out there on the rope after he dropped him on, like, 18 going and just seen him get to, what, 80 off 
85 or 60 nuts or something being like 48 85 or 48 yeah dude he was he was going like, nuts what have i done yeah i've dropped the fucking because it was out. a sitter yeah it was a sitter like yeah. it was a tough sitter but mm. it was a sitter sitter nonetheless it was still in a sitter category it was a sitter being like, could you imagine standing on the boundary, seeing your team get absolutely pounded into the earth by a footballer, going, good lord. Dude, this guy's out here playing out-and-out out football. Holy shit, I didn't realise this guy was out-and-out. Out. Like, I'd heard whispers he was out-and-out. Out. Now I'm seeing it firsthand. And now I'm seeing it firsthand as he toils me 85 or 48 nuts. But it didn't matter. No. And but i tell you why it didn't matter. Player of the series. Player of the tournament. The Dark Angel. Reincarnate. David Warner. The return of the Dark Angel. The DA. Now, in the lead up to the tournament, I had sort of gassed up David Warner saying that he'd been doing pretty well in the IPL. Now, punters and dribblers reached out being like, he hasn't been doing well in the IPL. And <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe I got it wrong. What I've since realised it was, was I was tapping into vibe. Mm. I was tapping into something like ethereal. Yeah, bigger than yourself. Bigger than myself. And the vibe gobs were telling me, oi, Keep an eye on David Warner because he's hot to trot yeah. right now. He's, he's got people to, go. to pre, he's got a, a bee in his bonnet, a chip on his shoulder, people to prove wrong. Too old, too slow, mm. too, you know. Shit, whatever. So I obviously attributed that to the IPL because it's what we've been praying recently. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I was right. You dickheads were wrong. Mm. David Warner, player of the tournament, yeah. goes out there, quick fire 50, sets the tone. And then Mitch Marsh of swamp junior junior fame yeah of living up to the hype of starting to hear his name being thrown around in test cricket circles fame uh does that annoy you i'm not mad at I'm it i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it if he's hitting the ball well he's striking the ball clean eddie yeah this is it's summer officially we're talking about i'm considering a marsh in the test side it's well we're summer. considering two marshes well because a couple of weeks ago sean was, sean was getting touted sean was getting doubted but all it ta all it takes is a ton for western australia yeah to perk up so if if swamp junior junior comes back yeah and as a decent showing i think baggy green's in trouble well i heard someone say smart like uh dave little marcus harris is the one i think he's been known yep uh manus labra labrashane Smudge, Baggy Green, Swamp Junior Junior, T Pain, fuck Travis Head off altogether. So you or Wade or so you, got, you got two blokes in the side. You got essentially two all rounders in the side. Yes, but Baggy Green, you could argue maybe more a batsman than a bowler. I don't know if that's true. But he can he can buy he can a bowl, tidy ends. Oh, he can bowl his dick off. But I think that you'd be bringing him in as a batter. Now, do I know? Anything? No, but that that was the yarn. No, no, I'm just glancing whispers. over it. You hear whispers, yes, Tom. and that's all we do. Is report the whispers we hear to the punter and the dribbler. But I would say this: after his exploits this morning, essentially dragging the nation to glory, mm. are you going to sit here and tell me that he's not in the conversation? And some people are going to be out there is. going, "Oh, you fucking idiots! It's two twenty, and it's like, listen, are you trying to tell me that a two-hour game dedicated almost solely around devil may care reckless abandon throwing the bat at a ball doesn't translate to a five-day attritional test cricket match is that what you're trying to tell me i'd say you don't get cricket that's what we're saying yeah put it this way his eyes either in or it's not his eyes are in his eyes in we can confirm his eyes are in and if you are looking to build a side that's going to win the ashes you need to assemble blokes together 
whose eyes are collectively in. Yeah. If your eyes are out, you're out. Yeah, you're out. If your, if your eyes, eyes are, are in, in, you're in. Or at, least, or at least you're a chance of being in. You're tell, tell me this. Tell me this. Are you telling me that JL and the other selectors don't sit around the table and say over and over again, are his eyes in or not? That's how, that's how they decide. That's how you pick. Okay, Marsh. Eyes are in or out? They're in. Okay, it was in the side. Or at least you go, okay, we're picking the side. I need to at least have a, a pool of dudes whose eyes are in. Yeah, give me a pool of in. I need a pool of eyes are in, and then I'll start making decisions around who's going to make that 11, but I need to know whose eyes are in. Exactly. And if it so happens that... You know, you've got six batsmen whose eyes are in. That's the side. Mm. If you've got a pool of ten ins, then you have to start to make decisions. And that's a good position to be in. Great decision to but be in. But you've got to pick the guys with the best eyes. Well, when Steve Waugh was winning all those test matches, when Ricky's boys were winning all those test matches, we had so many ins mm. that we couldn't lose. No, exactly. In, you know, years gone by, in between that, there's been some lean, lean sort of yeah. errors where there's been no ins. The guys didn't have eyes. Blokes were painting eyes on, trying yeah. to get, trying to hoodwink the selectors into saying, "I'm an in." I'm an in, and it's like, well, you didn't, you didn't look like you're in. You couldn't even see the ball. There you go. Do you know what we're saying? I hope you know. I hope you know what we're saying. I hope you know what we're saying. So we win the World Cup, Eddie. We do. We win the World Cup. We do. We win the World Cup. Um, it comes here next year as well. So we're prucking, so we'll defend next year. So we'll win two year. World Cups in two years. Yeah. No one really does that. No one does that. So that, that, that'll be nice. It's nice to lift a fucking trophy. You know what I was like reminded of this morning? Like I, I woke up, checked my phone and I prepared myself for the worst. I always do. It's almost like a fucking self-preservation thing. It's mm. like, just prepare yourself for the worst. Yeah. But then when I checked the score and I realized that we'd won, I was like, Edward, what are you preserving yourself for? This is cricket. Mm. We don't lose cricket, no, ever. We're the best. We're the best. Winners we're, win. We're the we're the fucking best. Yeah. Look, every now and then we don't win, but we we win generally. Generally, speaking. we win more than we lose. It's like who's it's like trending up. Who's the most successful cricketing nation of all time? Who is it? It's us, Australia. There you go. Exactly. So if there's an opportunity to win. Win, we will. And we win, love we to did. win. It's winning, Eddie, and I've said this, you know in moments where the team, the thick ropes need inspiration as well, but winning's habitual. Yeah. Winning's a habit. Yeah. And as a nation, we are in a habit of winning. Yeah. More broadly. A hundred percent. I'd also like to say this to our loser friends across the fucking Indian Ocean and the Atlantic, the Pacific, mm. all the way over to England. Losers. Losers. You dickheads. You know, your Strausses and your fucking... What are those other lippy openers? Like, um... Cook. He's not really lippy, though. No, uh, the journalists. Uh, anyway. One KP. Doesn't matter. Fuck them. Those lippy, those lippy ex-players over there being like, oh, look, if England win this pool game, that's going to go a long way. Oh, uh, yeah. Sort of, you know, setting the tone for the Ashes. Okay, is the how's the tone now? Yeah. How's Wait, the tone now? Just wanted to check the tone. How's the tone now? Just wanted to check in on the tone, if possible. How's that tone going? You can take your pool game and shove it up your ass. Yeah. We've just taken the fucking cup. How's that feel? Yeah, how's that feel, mate? Take how's your pool game win that no one cares about and that we didn't care about because it was like, it's a pool game. It's a pool game, bro. Check the tone there. That's why England suck at most things. 
They don't get it. No. They're like, oh, like, let's win the pool game. And then we're like essentially champions. That's not how That's it not works. That's not how it works, you idiots. You had to lie to win the only World Cup you've ever won. Yeah. New Zealand had more wickets than you. That is worth more than boundaries, which you made up on the spot. Yeah. Because you had nothing else. Like, in the history of time, I reckon I'll take that. They, I think they will. Me. I think they take so it away. So essentially you have none. You've All not. you've got is a couple of pool game wins. Yeah. You have nothing of... Listen, substance. if there were trophies handed out for pool game wins, I'm sure that you'd be in the top five. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, maybe you'd, yeah, you'd have a nice little cupboard of participation awards with little little signs underneath saying World Cup pool win. Yeah. And you could take that home to your... ICC T20 Men's Cricket World Cup pool win. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thrilling. But you know how we fuck down here? With the trophy, bro. Yes, we, we, we fuck with the trophy. That's how we do it. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. Sorry to sorry to get up, get the summer off on a great foot, England. Yeah, Sincere yeah, yeah. apologies for sorry getting the summer that. off on a great fucking foot. Sorry about that. Winning's it's, winning's habitual, dude. I, I'm now, you know, I'm feeling it. I'm tapped in. I'm getting the vibe. Five nil. Five nil. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Five nil. Is that something? Is that like a smell thing for you, right? Are you smelling five nil, or is it just a? It's a. It's in the air. I can smell five nil, mate. Australia. As a nation, hasn't had a great year, I think we could say, mm. on the whole. Mm. We look to the summer of cricket with a lot of anticipation. We all did. We've just won the T20 World Cup. Did it on our ear. Pumped the Kiwis. Mm. Pumped everyone else. Dude, the Kiwis are terrified of Australia in big cricket games. That's exactly right. We're like, in, in, <coughs> in games that matter... Of yep. cricket, yep. the Kiwis cannot beat Australia. They can't, and they won't. Have they ever beaten us in a game that matters? No, I actually don't no, think they have. No, no, no. We've they never lost a game that matters to the Kiwis. They can't, we won't. Look, you've got it over us in rugby, fair enough. Good for you. But we've got it over in your cricket. It's, yeah, simple it's as also that. summer, so who gives a fuck? Exactly. But all I'm saying is, as a nation, we've been very much looking forward to this summer of cricket. Mm -hmm. We've already got one W, and now I'm like, can we be stopped? Can we be stopped? No. Absolutely not. If David Warner, put it this way, David Warner in good touch at mm. the top of the order mm. on fast Aussie tracks, good luck. He's got his iron. And if I he mean, goes out there and hits a, a ton off 60 balls, you can't win England. No, you it's can't. It's all over. What do you do then? What, what do you do when then? Because Labra's after goes him large. and then Smudge's after him and then Marsh Jr. Jr.'s after him. What now? <laughs> um, there luck. is also Nick Maddinson of... Elegant and understated no stud fame says that he has never been more ready to make a return to the test arena. We haven't seen a whole lot of no stud work in the test side. No, it's usually been like a soul patch stud, which well, I think we've we've talked about that. Mitch had Pattinson, I think had maybe even Sids. What do you but, make of the no stud? Look, dude, it's an it's certainly an each to their own, the nose stud. If it works, if you're scoring runs, I love it. If you're not scoring runs for the nation... Rip it out. Rip it out because it's becoming a problem. Yeah. It's becoming too much about the stud. Well, it's becoming all stud, no runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Draw attention to yourself, but on your own terms. And those terms being weight of runs. Weight of runs. Not sparkling nose stud. Exactly. If you are trying to get the selector's attention by wearing sparkly nose studs instead of scoring runs, I'd say to you that you have a very bad tactic, a very bad approach. Yeah. Because that's not going to work. 
Because the selectors won't be hoodwinked by a sparkly nose studs. Nah, not with the ashes on the line, Eddie. I just don't see that as... I don't see that. Um, I don't see it. No, I don't see it. But congratulations to Australia. Famous win. Famous win. We're the World Cup champions. Winning's habitual. Winning is a habit. As a nation, we have a habit of winning. We're great. We're too great. We're number one. We're the best. New Zealand melt in the face of Australian might and power on the cricketing might and power. Field. Might and power. Might and power. A great horse, but a great saying. Australia is the might and power of test cricket. Yeah. We're like the far lap, really. Yeah, we're far lap of, of cricket. Oh, but it was a New Zealand horse. Bullshit. No, it's not. Again, come We know on. where far lap's heart lied. Yeah. Australia. She loved the nation. He loved the nation. Yeah, he loved the nation. He loved the nation. Ooh. Um, but at the end of the day... We're the fucking best. Yeah, we're the best. So jam it. Yeah. Everyone else can get jammed. Everyone else can get jammed. <laughs> get jammed. We're the best, get jammed. We're the best, get jammed. We're the best. Oi, we're the best, get jammed. We're the best. We're the best. We're the best. We are the best at T20 cricket. Get jammed. Get jammed. We're the best. And are we not, we're not number one one day. Is Who gives a shit? We're the best. Get, get jammed. jammed. Back to Ricky. Thinger. Because obviously we're getting Ricky on. I, in the comments, so we obviously got Ricky up there. We forgot to mention about how. So Ricky was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then we replied back to Ricky going like, all right, well, fuck. He's now talking to us directly. And instead of it's a date, just went, it's date. That was me. I was waiting for that. Yeah. I was like, you're not going to. I'm not getting lumped with this, am I? No, no, no. Well, I could have, I could have lumped Dave with it, in fairness, but that was me. And once I saw it, I was fucking furious at myself. It's date. The punters and jubblers had a field day. They, the punters and jubblers, they punters. lit me up, and rightly so. Rightly so. Did you get nervous? No, I was, I was hopping in the car to go get dinner. And then when I came back from dinner and I saw that fucking people started commenting going, when you're trying to fucking Sushi respond. Sushi on Stanley? To, yeah. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just hoping that, because you know, like sometimes you see those optical illusion like word things where it's like you read it 50 times, you don't realize there's like two those in the sentence or some mm. shit. I'm just hoping that it's date. If you just look at it, you your brain just puts in the ah. Uh. We'll have to ask him. We'll have to ask him. Yeah, okay. All right, I didn't really want to have it brought up, but yeah. I think we'll have to ask him. Did you realise that I had I think, I think. Well, I think we need to address the elephant in the room when we talk to him. Yeah, it's true. Because I, unlike, you know, I know how you're trying to rely on optical illusions and shit. Ricky Ponning has incredible hand-eye coordination off the back of his incredible vision. Mm. He's seen it. Yeah, he's, he's probably Whether noticed you like it. it or not. He's probably noticed it, hasn't he? Probably. He definitely has. Yep. He's 100% noticed it. That was tough for me. That was unfortunate. I'm glad that most people might have missed it. But most people didn't miss it. Well, that's true. Most people didn't. Well, i tell you what. Even if you did miss it, the dribblers who screenshotted it and put posts up about it in yeah. the Punters and Dribblers page certainly ensured that Even most... if you did miss it, you couldn't miss it. No. Is what you're trying to say. I did want to point out, though, that I think that within the comments section of our, uh, you know, punter gloating was potentially, like we've been Narbrad a few times in our careers, but this potentially equal 
on the podium for Nabra's all time. And our good friend Christian Welsh, Eddie, of Melbourne Storm prop fame, of Queensland prop fame, he left a comment on the thing being like, punter, huge, like great get, which was nice of him. You know what I mean? Mm. Nice of Christian. He's a friend of the show. So then I follow it up with a, you're next, bruh. And to which, you know, I'm expecting him to be like, yeah, of course, man. You know, like anytime, let us know. You've just got Ricky Ponting on. And you know what fucking Christian Welch said back to us? Do you know, Eddie? Do you remember? Did you see it? Yeah, he, he, he passed the bar. He basically just, nah, it was, he may Did as well just said, he may as well just said, no. Yeah, he goes, oh, it's not fucking, it's cricket season. Ask this guy. I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, Christian yeah, Welsh. What the fuck, what dude? What the fuck, Christian? What the fuck? I thought we were pals. I thought we were cool, man. He's not forgiving us clearly for the bet we put on the well yeah he still owes us for that fucking bet and he knows it yeah he's trying to like trying to nabrasp for fucking it's like you can't nah your way out of you can't nah your way, your way, out, of way out of a bet you lost Christian. yeah we That's beat you an say. origin bet but like you you know oh yeah come on he's got nah not cricket season he's upset yeah like we lost in the preliminary sh- preliminary final sure but so did he yeah but we won origins so, we so had we've had a better year, year and like you know sure. he's upset about that yeah you and I have had a better year football-wise than Christian, Christian Welsh has. And he knows it. <laughs> he does. And, that's and he why lost a bet. So it yeah. didn't work. Yeah, so he's... So he's trying to nabra his way out of being the beater. Yeah. We, we, so just to recap on how we've had a better season, football season, than Christian Welsh. We both bowed out in the preliminary final, so that's Correct. even. Yep, that's even. Um, that's, that's even Stevens. That's even Stevens. We won Origin. That's a point to us. Yep. We won our Tommy Turbo Origin Game 1 bet. That's another point to us. 2-0. We won the Origin bet with Christian Welsh. That's 4-0. Tommy also... No, because we won Origin and we won the Origin bet with him. So it's 4-0. Tommy also got uh, Dalian. 5-0. It's 5-0. It's 5-0. I mean, for Welsh, you've got the equal longest winning streak. You've got minor premiership. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you say equal longest? Yes. So not the longest. No, not okay. the longest. So no. keep going. Okay, yeah. That doesn't right. count. All right. And what else? Minor premiership. Does that is that do they give rings out for that? They, I don't even know they counted that. Do they give rings out for that? Do you know what losers it's, it's do? It's a big fuck off. Do you know what losers do? What? Oh, we won the minor premiership. Yeah. Does anyone remember? No. Nah. Who do won the minor premiership in two thousand three? Roosters. Did they? I don't think he knows. He's just throwing it, mate. Oh no, the Bulldogs did. No, did they, Dave? Okay. They actually oh, did. Okay. It was the year after the salary. Okay. But who won the two thousand three premiership? I can't even remember. There you go. Oh, you don't you even don't, know. So you know nothing. You know nothing. No. So I, 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 I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> Dave was in crash. Um, <laughs> yeah, you weren't born. I forgot. No, that. no, no. So point the, is this: Christian Welsh, he's trying to nabra his way out of having a fucking 0 and five season put on him by the champs. Yeah. Us. And he's a friend. This is no disrespect, but like he nabra the fuck out of us in the comments, and I was like, well, well this has to be addressed. And it was addressed yeah. just then. Yeah, just then. Addressed in full. Because he and and basically for next year he owes us tickets to Origin to sit with his parents and basically where he says wear neutral colours, but I'm fucking not. I'll have a blue jumper on underneath my neutral colours. I would like for us, I think. Where's game game three, Suncorp? 
you and I in the crowd mm. wearing our blue. Yeah. In like the heart of Maroon territory. Yeah. Just fucking giving out lip. Giving we would have already won the shield by that. It'd be 2 0. It'll be 2 0, so we'll be able we'll have lip to give. Yeah. We'll have spare lip to hand yeah, out. Plenty of spare lip. Um anyway, up to you, Christian. Be the big, bigger man, better man. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to come on board to death with DO Day where you'll be treated well and be recognized. Yeah, get a bunch of soft questions. Yeah. Dave's yeah. gonna ask you about fucking Antifa. You're gonna have to bloody I don't know. It's gonna be like an AOC appreciation podcast. Nah. It'll just be talking about how we beat Manly like twice last season, or maybe three times. I can't remember. There was just on your so way to victories. not making the grand final with us. Sure. On Christian's way to not winning anything. Yeah, we had a better footballing year than Christian, and that's no wow. disrespect. We love Christian, but what, what titles or trophies did Manly win? Well, titles or trophies. That's a specific question, right? That's, is that the only way that you're determining the success of a year? Well, Tom Turbo, Tommy Turbo won the Daly M. Daly M. Daly M. But more importantly Origin. than any of that, we won Origin. So, Origin, Daly M. And because we are, like, we had a better footballing season, Eddie and I. So, we can put in many factors. Mm. The JJ Gilman Shield, the minor premiership shield, is a lot bigger than the State of Origin Shield and the Dalian Medal. Oh together, my so. God! Are you? Are, you're not honestly trying to say that the minor premiership shield is more important than the State of Origin? Because it's shield. bigger. I just, I just it's more impressive. Because it's bigger. That oh, is the yeah. lamest, lamest fucking thing I've yeah. ever. That is so lame. I don't know that he's ever seen the Ashes urn. Yeah, yeah. The Ashes urn. You can put right. the Ashes urn in okay. your pocket. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The most revered trophy in Boy, world sport. JJ Gilman Shields, huge man. That was so lame. Oh, God. That dude. puts it all in context. Yeah. Dave trying to argue the minor premiership shield's better than the State of Origin shield is as lame as it is ever going to get. Yeah. Ever. No, that's, that's, that's tough. That's so tough. That's tough. We might have to cancel Dave for that. That's the sort of rhetoric you can expect in Bored to Death. Yeah, 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 yeah. When's that coming out, Dave? Um, once I finish my uni term in November. Yeah, right. Which is when? November 22nd. Dude, your uni term is so long. We used to be done by like the end, like middle of October. I don't know whether it's because Dave tries harder than I did at university, but he just always seems to be at university or doing university. Well, I am doing a master's degree, which is a bit you well, that's Shouldn't definitely, that be easier? Masters, I wouldn't have thought that'd be easier. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> way easier. Yeah, way easier. Um, um, shout out to Christian Welsh. Uh, who, shout out to us for having yeah, a great sh- season. Shout out to here. us having the best season. Or a better season than Christian. <laughs> yeah. I was interested to know what you thought about the video of Conor McGregor pacing past the TV while Max Holloway was like... Yeah, I thought it was lame. I thought it was really lame. Yeah. I thought it was lame for a couple of reasons. A, you're not going to go back down to featherweight. For starters, you're not going. He's not going to. No, there's this absolutely. Max no could way. come up, but yeah, but like, I mean, maybe he will. <laughs> I'd, it'd be nice if he did, but I don't think so. I'm just like, this. Hot, it's all looking so lame now, mm. and orchestrated. Like, obviously, it's orchestrated, but there was something about this orchestration where he's appears to be pretending to be the guy Max is fighting. Yes. So when they're showing Max, you know, in the ring ready for the fight, it's kind of pacing around. His living room that he set up a camera for. Yeah. And he's like trying to push out his chest like he's a fucking weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, 
intensely walking past the TV, I was like, this is Magoo, dude. Yeah, dude. He, what he does well is, Connor, obviously we know this, but like keeps himself in the conversation with multiple, multiple fucking people. So it's almost like even though he's not winning, he's, the, the, he's hyping up these fights. He's fucking hyping up all of his options. So like talking shit about Kamaru and him and Kamaru going back and forth on Twitter. He fucking goes back and forth with Masvidal on Twitter. They talk shit with each other. Does the same thing with fucking Holloway. Nate Diaz is obviously still there. Like it's not about like the titles and stuff. So it's like it's in the, in the sense of keeping yourself in the conversation, it was very well done. But in terms of what it was, it was so lame. Oh, man, he's got his talking about it. He's good at hyping it up. But there's a difference, and I can't help but compare this Connor with the old Connor because well, you have to. Why wouldn't I? And the old Connor was a great hype merchant as well, but in a different way, in like a funny ratbag, cheeky, mm. fucking clever, sort of cunning way. Yeah. Whereas this new one's like fabricated, sort of. It's, faux it's, it hype. doesn't feel authentic. No, it doesn't feel authentic at all. It doesn't feel authentic at all. And the last couple of fights I've seen, I'm just like, meh. Meh. Like it's meh. You know what I mean? Boy, shit talks is meh as fuck. It's all meh. Meh. It's all meh. Meh. Yeah. meh. Um, plus he's got a broken leg. Exactly. Like how far away is he from returning? Ages. Ages. I didn't get to see the Holloway Yair Rodriguez fight, but it looked like a motherfucker. Dana White said it was one of the best fights he's ever seen. I haven't seen any highlights. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. They look like they beat the fuck out of each other. You see Holloway like fucking talking to him in the... In the ambulance. You see that, like you just see... Holloway's an animal. Yeah, yeah. Dude, never been knocked down. Crazy. Never been knocked down. That's wild, dude. And he's he's taken some fucking significant... I think he might actually have taken the most significant strikes of anyone. He's taken and given think he's given i think definitely taken i think also i don't know that that's like because he's had a lot of fights or because as a percentage of like per fights he still just manages to take them but i'm pretty sure he's taken the most significant strikes as well jesus christ we've well, fought a lot of times fuck loads of times but to never get knocked down you're like jesus and he's christ. so he's taken the most significant strikes and never been knocked down yeah that's a dior but i think so that is outrageous. Mm. That is absolutely outrageous. But just like the, the, and it's not like we haven't been watching fucking MMA for a long time, but just like every, you see these guys sitting in like the ambulance, all buddy buddy after the fight, just having kicked the shit out of each other. You're just like, this is, fuck that as a job. Not for me. Not for me. I'm not cut from that cloth, Tom. No. I'm just not. I am not cut from that cloth. Oh, fuck, dude. I've been up. I've been up. Daddy's You've been up all night? Daddy's been up. Up all night? Babies, the whole family in the one bed. Fucking. How much sleep do you reckon you had? It's, I've, it's been just very broken, so I haven't had, like, bankable hours. It's been, like, uh, what time did Evie come in? Like, one. So I was in bed by maybe 10, 30, 11. Up at one. Up at one. Then uh, Zoe, newborn, baby. I didn't, Evie didn't do this, but just like loud, grumbly, farty, fucking, just sounds like a little, 
like one of those like old old cars that just like chugs and farts and splurts and pops and fucking <laughs> so she's doing that all night and then evie came in evie had a nightmare probably her first real nightmare and we had to like calm her down in the bed and then get her to go to sleep and then she her nappy leaked so we wake up at three and she's fucking pissed the bed basically oh my god but largely contained to her little sleep suit so it wasn't on the like we didn't have to change bed sheets but she's soaking in wee her fucking pajamas and everything was like getting out like having to find new pajamas and you're just so tired but again, we're still lucky. I don't think it's, she's as, like, it's not like we're fucking as sleep deprived. You just, it's almost because we're so lucky, you get these moments where it's not perfect and then you're like, dude, this is so hard. <laughs> well, good for you, Matt. I slept like a fucking baby last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. not the right term. Slept like, slept a baby. like Well, it isn't the right term, dude. It's not. Slept like a baby. I don't know why people say that. Term. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Babies I slept don't. like me. Yeah. I slept slept like, a, time. like a hungover adult. Like a log. I could sleep like I could sleep with the nation, I reckon. Oh, I can, or I could. I used to be great at sleep. I'm one of the great sleepers of all time. I used to I'm be asleep in like a minute. Sometimes less. Really? Bang. How? Dunno. My old man reckons he gave it to me. Shout out to my old man. Your old man, Chili Boy, reckons he's given you a bunch. Well he's he's certainly given you uh, he's given me a great immune system immune and he's given system. me a great ability to sleep. That's what he's given me. But he's also passed on the inability to float in water. Yes, correct. No natural buoyancy. No. It gets me very low in the water, which yeah. makes it hard to move. Did he give you an appreciation for jams? Did he really pass that on or not really? I, we haven't had a jam fucking review from yeah, the old yeah. boy for a while. Well, I'll, get, I'll get a couple over. I'll get it, you know what I'll do? I'll get a couple over the holiday. Bro. Yeah, get, it, get some really I'll nice jams. Yeah. I'll bank some up. I... He passed on his love for the rain. I love rain now. He's passed on love for the rain. Yep. Uh, jams. He's like, yes and no. Like, I can appreciate a good jam. He's like a marmalade man as well and shit, which I've never really vibed I'm with. not a marmalade man. Can I be honest, though, about marmalade? I have probably haven't given marmalade the time of day. I've given it a time of a day, but I haven't gone back. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit bitter from memory. Mm. I can't remember, though. Jams, though. Jams are good. But he loves fruitcake and shit. I don't like fruitcake. Fuck fruitcake. Yeah, he's like a big fruitcake okay. guy. Like right. loves fruitcake. I fucking despise fruitcake. I know. Cake. I'm like, you're a sicko, dude. What's, what's all this fruitcake about? And he just can't get enough of it. Puts on the kettle, cup of tea, bit fruit of fruitcake. Fruitcake city. Yeah. And he, like, he, just wants it, he just thinks it's so bizarre that we don't like fruitcake. Like, he thinks it's the weirdest thing of all time. When he's with his siblings, they all sit down and put the kettle on and fucking yarn and eat fruitcake. They all love it, they do love they? It, it's a family yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you've been able to break the cycle. Do any of your siblings like it? No, no, no. Yeah, no one does. It. It's fucking, it's, it's just... It's disgusting. It's too rich and there's too much fruit in it. There's shit. too much fruit in fruitcake. There's too much, way too much fruit in fruitcake. Yeah. I don't particularly like the cake without the fruit. Either. No, the cake's not good enough. I'm not liking the fruit in the cake. I'm not liking the cake without the fruit. I'm not liking any of it. No. But he thinks it's the fucking best thing since bloody sliced bread. He gets a big fruit cake every year for my grandma and loves it. And I just, I'm like, bro, I'm not helping yeah, you. Yeah, you can have that all to yourself. Um, not ice of the fly. Did, does he still... But like, he can sleep. But will he give you like, if, like if you had a, has he come to you recently with some jams? Like, you know, he's even like, bruh, had me a jam recently. No, he it? hasn't. Those, so those, no, no. 
COVID's fucking put a big halt on his jam consumption, or at least his jam research. Well, I think probably jam research. Yeah. I think it slowed us all up. Yeah, it has. You know, and the jam connoisseurs of this nation weren't, you know, without being affected either. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's we're all affected. All. We're all affected. We're all affected. Yeah. We're all in this together. We are. But now we're out of it. Now we're out of it and we're fucking back to jam. Off we go. But yeah, I can sleep. Ooh, baby, believe that. Oh, I believe it. Eddie, it's important for us to take a moment in today's podcast to um, just send our warmest regards and thanks to what can only be described as the greatest Cade of all time, Cade Cust. Of Cust fans. Of, of, of Cade fucking, of, you know, yeah, of every rugby league team worth it. Salt needs a Cade. He's gone and signed with Wigan or St. Helens. I think it's Wigan, maybe, but like Super League. Uh, obviously, going to, to win a man of steel. Well, at least one or two man of steels from Kate, I'd say. Still only twenty three. I'm disappointed he's going. Tom, when you sent me the article, I'm not going to lie to the punter and the dribbler. I was shocked. Mm. I was shocked. I was then dismayed. Yeah. I was then upset. Yep. And now I'm melancholy. Yeah, trying to come to terms with it, trying to make sense of it. I've said this, you've said this, we've said this. What is a rugby league side without a Cade? It's Cadeless. Yeah, it's Cadeless. It and when times are tough, when the chips are down, turn to Cade, look to Cade, trust in Cade. I thought, at least from my mind, Tom, from where I'm sitting, Cade had been delivering. I don't think Cade's had a bad game. Every time he came in, he did a job. He scored nine tries in 20-something NRL games. He's a good... He's, like got a, he's a promising young halfback. I don't know if this is correct. I read it in a dribbler's comments, which is never a good place to find information. But that he... Like, Manly have the option for him to return, like, when he goes over two years, and then it's like he has to come back to Manly if he comes back. If, or they get first dibs at him. Because they gave him an early release. So is this their way of being like, go over, win two men of steals, come back? Come back, and then you're like, I mean, you think two years away from Cherry Evans, who I had a yarn to actually last week, Cherry Evans, shout out daily, good friend now. Um, a couple of years' time, Cherry Evans probably either retired or about to retire. Cade comes back at 25, two men of steals under the belt. We've also two, two comps. Two comps. We've got Manasi Finau's younger brother, of which there are four. Latu? think so. No, Latu just signed for someone else. No. No. I don't think he did. I think that all four of them in the Manly system. I don't think he did. I think he signed a six-figure deal. Yeah, Latu signed a six-figure oh, deal with Manly. Manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six figures, seven figures. Yeah. Yeah, he's 16. 16 years old. 16, four-year deal worth a million dollars. What the fuck does that tell you about yeah. Latu's promising career? Yeah. We're he on must money. be a motherfucker. Yep. He's been carving it up in SG Ball and Harold Matz and all that shit. Oh, that's, he's, a, he's a nice boy as well. Good fine new stock. He says, as for, one, as for what he wants to do with the money, he said, I want to buy mum a house. To be there able you to go. Do that there you go. There you go. There that's you what go. it's all about. That's what it's all about. Apparently, he is a very promising half. Tom. Yeah. Again, we're grooming for the future. Bro, can you Unlike imagine? Unlike other clubs, Tom. Unlike other clubs that don't have plans in place for when their throbbers retire or, you know, go to other pastures. Mm. Manly does. Yeah. We've got a Cade 
in the back pocket. Yeah. If you believe the dribbler's comments, you got a Latu Fanu. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Who is promising as fucking promising gets? Yeah. We're building. We're building, but also family club, Eddie. We're gonna have fucking what three turbos, two to four fine hours. The whole fucking side's gonna be siblings. Yeah. You can rely on family. You can, dude. Blood's thicker than water. Yeah. You know what I mean. And blood and oil don't mix. No, they don't. Not relevant, but... Well, it's fucking worth mentioning. It's a fact. It's worth mentioning. Well, it's... Yeah, it's, it is worth mentioning. But blood is thicker than water. Much, what, much thicker. Much thicker. Much thicker. Yeah. So what we're saying around about way is Manly will dominate the next decade. Yes. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what we know to be true. Yeah. Because blood's thicker than water. Well, because what do you have if you don't have family? Nothing. Who can you rely on with the chips are down? Family. Family. What's the strongest bond in this world? Family. family. So, manly investing in what we know that works. Family. Family bonds. Um, also, shout out to the T1 himself, Tommy Turbo. Papped all throughout Manly in his beer soon shirt. Papped to within an inch of his life. Yeah. Fashion icon now as well. So, obviously, Dalliam. Dalliam medalist, fashion, fashion icon. icon. Obviously, hogged up. Hogged up. Hog's Breath Cafe. But, yeah, nice to see that Tommy getting around, punters and dribbles. Oh, so... You look great. God, he looked good. Look, I love the fucking... The, there was a video on YouTube yesterday that was... So, not YouTube, on the fucking punters and dribbles page. One of the funniest things I've ever seen, not something that you necessarily... Like, it's... It was just basically dribblers going up to another dribbler in a fucking beer oh suit shirt. Oh, my God, yeah. mate. That's what I, you sent me that last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. the best thing I've ever seen. That was fucking funny. Now, the guy got absolutely roasted because he didn't fucking come on him back. I'm, I'm happy to give that dribbler a right of reply to call up the dribbler hotline and talk us through his decision because to it's not, a bold To one. not return the come on. It's a bold one. You've got yeah. another fellow dribbler in his beer soon shirt. Now, maybe he's had 50 or 60 beers, and maybe he's been a bit annoying. Yes. But the least you can do is return a come on. I think, and but but also because... And then go on with your day. You, you just need to go, come on. Like, you just need to return the come on. That's, you what, don't, that's all you need to you do. You don't need to... If he's coming in pissed as a fart, you don't have to meet his intensity. No. Or her intensity. You just got to return the come on. If they keep hounding you and they want to just multiple come ons, then no, no, sure. No, no, no. You only have to give. You one. only have to give one come on. But you're a come only on. obligated to give one. Yeah, and that they're not rules set by Tom and I. That's set by Leighton himself. Yeah, that's come straight from the top. Yeah, you only have to counter with one come on. Yeah, and I didn't see one. It did nothing. He just looked at him. Now, if he had a flicked it back, and even if he just. Come Even, on. Yeah. Like, it, that's all he needed is a, just a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just a little something-something. I would just have been a, happy with that. That would have been all right. Yeah. I would but have liked a bellowing one. The way the guys were just, like, so shit-faced and they're getting, they were mid-getting dragged out of the pub yeah. for it as well. Yeah. Like, just, just ridiculous. I wonder if they'd come on to him before that. That's what you don't know with videos like that. We don't have context. We don't but Because he could have already... He might returned. have already returned the he come He might have on. already returned. A guy gave, threw a come on at me while he was jogging the other day. I was like, I was impressed by that. I got come on the other day at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. North Curly. Bang. Come on. Shout out to that bloke. Someone, someone come on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got come on, yeah. 
It was great. I loved it. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, that video fucking... That's where you just responded back to me. He's going, what have we built? What have we built? These guys just getting fucking dragged out of the pub, coming on some poor <laughs> bastard there with his missus and shit. <laughs> he looked like he was by himself. I thought he was there with like... Um, in like a setting that wasn't necessarily one where you want to start throwing up wild come-ons to drunk bastards who are like screaming at you. Yeah. But you can do a subtle ones. You can do subtle come-ons, exactly. But also, I need to give the benefit of the doubt to that bloke because he might have already come on. Yeah, and those guys looked hammered and they were getting dragged out. And they were fucking blind, drunk, and they looked like they were, you know, angling for maybe... Multiple come on. Yeah, they were trying to get. Or they wanted a come on of substance. Yeah, maybe this Blake's with his parents. I don't. Who knows? Context is everything. We didn't have it, but the video was good. The video was great. Um, shout out to Cade Cast. Shout out to Tommy Turbo. Shout out to the Beers Soon shirts. Shout out. Uh, and but to more importantly, Fana. just on behalf of the podcast, on behalf of the show, on this half behalf of Shane Keith Productions, a sincere thank you. I think to Cade. Yes, for all his for his services. Thank you. Not only to the manly Warringah Seagulls, Tom, but to Cades everywhere. To Cades everywhere, the greatest Cade of all time, Um, without a doubt, the greatest Cade of all time. Best Cade I've seen. Yeah, there's no Cade that comes close in my mind. No, not to Cade Cast. Time to dribble. Hey boys, just want to jump on the chat about many. uh, good-looking actor and good-looking actress to go together to make a good rom-com. Now, I kind of agree, but would you believe that the better-looking the bird would make an uglier bloke look better? Does, he, does the girl raise the value of the guy? And if that is true, does that explain why everyone thinks Eddie's so good-looking? Because his missus is a weapon, but Eddie's just not all that. <laughs> Let me know. Shit. Is Shit, that, he's fucking. He's, he's had, had a, a crack. He's had a crack, hasn't he? He mastered as like a rom com chat, but he was fucking. It was actually there was a reason he was coming in. Hard. That was coming for you. Yeah, it was coming for me. Um, I don't think that the attractiveness of, from a rom com standpoint, the attractiveness of the woman doesn't change the attractiveness. What of he's guy. trying to do, this bloke, is use like the cheerleader effect. I think yeah. it's called, where like if you've got a group of women, they all bring each other up. Mm. That's the theory, anyway. I don't think you can apply that theory to uh, the male actor when the female's hot. I no. think that, generally speaking, they get hot guys. And maybe they're not like Brad Pitt hot all the time, but they've got something about them. Like they've got yeah. a suaveness or a yeah. confidence. or like Because there's multiple versions of attractiveness. Yes, exactly. Like if you're if you're in the same way you can have like a supermodel or you can have a five hundred days of summer quirky Zoe Deschanel. Hundred percent, one hundred percent, bro, one hundred percent. But they have an attractiveness to mm. them. Yeah, like it or not, they are appealing visually. And when the guy isn't, it's doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, I would say that maybe in real life, if a guy is with a fucking absolute smoke show and they aren't as good, I'm not saying this is you, Eddie, I'm just saying because he brought you into it. He did. That could potentially raise the perceived attractiveness of the man because people are going, he must have something about him. 
Well, I don't. I think how people, the fuck do you get hurt? Well, I think people instantly, you know, look below the belt. Well, they could assume big hog, but some of the biggest, like, it could be hog related, which certainly, but it might, from a male perspective, say where the penis isn't necessarily. Not that it's. I'm just what I'm trying to work out here is like whether you go. Oh, he must be like a. He must have a bit about him for her to waste her time with him. Obviously, penis one of those factors, but more like the. No, you just say his book. He's got a bit. He's obviously got. Like, he, like what's he got? Chat. What's he got about him? What yeah. is it that yeah. I don't know? Because there's because if you're just going on the face value, they shouldn't be together. Is what this guy's saying about you? I'm not saying that's about you. You hear me? People generally speaking go. And this is just the truth. They mm. go, he must be loaded or he's hogged up. Yep. That's the first two things people say. Or he's fucking, or he's got great chat. It's probably that in that order. Yep. Loaded, hogged up, great chat. Yeah. Would, would be say. the three first things people say. If you're like really unattractive yeah. and you're with a fucking smoke show. Yes. That's what they think. That's, and rightly or wrongly, that's I'm just, just telling you what they think. Yeah. That's what people that's think. That's what people say. That's what people say. Yeah. Exactly. That's a, exactly what they say. Which is, you know, it's sad. Really, they should be going. Yeah, you know, what's his? Is he good personality? One hundred percent. It should be. It should be inverted. Yeah. Shouldn't be about money, ladies. Or hogs, or fucking or hogs. Chat. We're not all hogged up. No. You know what I mean? That's just not a realistic, you know, yeah. expectation. That's right. Not everyone's got fucking twelve inches. No. Which to me seems like it'd be more of a burden. Twelve. What's like the short? Like what's the max? Like. Before it becomes like problematic, yeah. eight, nine. I think probably Goldilocks zone. Eight. What's that? What's between? Yeah, what's I mean, twenty centimeters. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It'd be interesting to know what the Goldilocks zone is from a female perspective, because it's all like, well and good for us for? to talk Goldilocks yeah. zone. But I mean, I'm not. No, we've got. We got. We don't I got no. I, I don't. <laughs> No. Do, you, do you want to guess which country has the longest average penis size? Someone and, was saying this. And also, not just that, but percentage of their height is also the biggest as well, which is how this website... Oh, uh, like Scandies? I'm going to say no. Brazil. Norway or something? What did you say? Brazil. You're close. It's South American. Really? The first three, Ecuador, Bolivia, and Cameroon. Cameroon, not South American. No, it's not. And then Sudan. Okay. So the South Americans hold. But, but this is by percentage of height. Are they going around asking people? Like, what do you mean by percentage of height? What does that mean? So they've got average height of a person yes. and average erect length penis size and then divided that by that. Right. But who has the largest? Also Ecuador. Okay. Ecuador's number one in both. Yeah. Oh, What's the wow. average? Um, the, uh, like it ranges between 10 and 17 centimetres. So you're going to say 10? This is erect length. 10's... I don't know my inches and fucking centimeters. The trans, yeah. the translation. Okay, they, well there you go. Ecuador's the, the Ecuador's hogged up. They're number one. They're hogged up. Congratulations to Ecuador. Um, Didn't think I'd learn that today. No, but you never know. You know when you come. But learnt it. We have. We have. Uh, and onward we will move. <laughs> Great start. Great start to the dribbles. Fucking hell, boys! That was a very long fucking intro. Anyway, we've got a quick one for you. The best. Uh, international rugby players to wear fucking fingerless gloves of all time. We've got a little list compiled here in the old... uh, Serial offenders, we have Nathan Sharp, Rocky Elson, George Smith, Sterling Mortlock, Gitto, Chris Latham, Wendell Saylor, Brian O'Driscoll, and Aaron Smith. Can you boys add to that list? And if not, 
fuck you, Dior. Yeah, we, we, we'd love a couple of additions, you know, a couple of, a couple of outswingers. Who knows? Maybe a couple of inswingers. Who knows? Maybe, and, uh, maybe one of both. And also, I just want to know how much Bill Tong do South Africans eat. Thanks, boys. Couple um, things. The people they've just named on that list of fingerless gloves fame, all pretty handy footballers. They were. They were. I don't know and, if they – I feel like they've named them all. And, but, I, but now I'm starting to think, where have the fingerless gloves gone? Look, the fingerless gloves and were very 2003. If they were to come back, would that change our fortunes? Would that be the they, worst thing? Or are they part of that era, never to return? Uh, yeah, I think the fingerless... I, I don't know what became of the fingerless glove, Dave. Maybe that's something for you to find out, but... There, there was. I remember wearing fingerless gloves playing footy when I was like fourteen, because that was what everyone was doing. I don't know that they provide much fucking help. I certainly didn't notice any real tangible benefit. Now I was fourteen, so is it illegal to wear gloves with fingers? I would say. Oh, as in like fingers covered? Yes. Maybe I don't know. Like I mean, you never see it. Really. No, you don't. You don't. Um, so it. They haven't outlawed fingerless gloves. I'll check on fingered gloves in a second. It's kind of just saying here that they've gone out of fashion. That, yeah, a few comments saying y- you would only wear them if you were really good. Otherwise, you look like an idiot. Yes, that's that uh, was the... Other people saying it was a dead giveaway if your hands were in the ruck. If you were wearing gloves, it was easy to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what you're saying, Dave, in a roundabout way, is we don't see fingerless gloves anymore because we haven't produced so many good football. Well, also, <laughs> also, the uptake of spray. Of sticky spray. Sticky yeah, spray. sticky spray. It mustn't have been invented yet. Mm, that might be it. Sticky spray, it. Not, sticky spray not doing its work. That would make sense. That would. Easier than wearing gloves. Well, you just think about, like, could Hooper, could he have gone to another level in the fingerless gloves? In the glove? fingerless gloves. I tell you what, Rocky Elsom was a fucking... He was probably one of my all-time favourite players, Rocky Elsom. And, I mean, that man never, never not in fingerless gloves. He'd be wearing them now, I'd assume. Oh, he wears them, yeah. In his, corporate, in his corporate life, he wears them. Yeah. Down at Mr. Wong's. Um, anyway, great question. I don't have any more to add, though. No, other than great dribble. Great dribble. On we go. Tom, Eddie, Dior, punters, and dribblers. Let's see our Wolfie dribbler here. Just got a bit of a brushes with T1 and a high court uh, complaint here. Just been at Wolf Bar and had to wait in line with Tom Travojevic. The fuck is he doing at Wharf Bar waiting in line? Uh, Wharf Bar, beer soon. Uh, manly never. Blues forever. Australia as well. Beer soon. Because he's a man of the people. He's a man of the people. Tommy Turbo, not a like, oi, gimme fucking shortcuts, gimme preferential treatment. He's a he's a man. How's I'll that wait you feel your Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. It's when the Dalian medalist, the best footballer on the planet, still lines up with the people. Well, it's understandable he can line up because he's only carrying something light like the Dalian medal. If I've got the JJ Gilman shield, which is really heavy, I can't stand in line. You you don't have anything. You got nothing. So you, 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 there's no issue, to be honest. Well, maybe he maybe you have he, nothing. You don't have anything. He, maybe that his status at Wharf Bar just isn't as high as my status at Beach Road Hotel. Mm. Do you think that's likely? Sheesh. Do you think that's know. likely? Sheesh! I can't wait till you're back there next. Do you think that's likely or unlikely? I'd I look, think that's unlikely. If I was hazarding a guess, it'd be unlikely. I've had to guess. But that's why, because he's a man of the people. Yeah. Dave, not a man of the people. 
So do you see what we're saying? Do you see the difference? One is, one isn't. One is. One isn't. One isn't. On we go. Hey, boys. And D or Dave, you fuckhead. No, I love you, D or Dave. Get us on the board. Anyway, um, we were just wondering it was if not. you were to pick the king of the Australian wildlife, would you be voting for the humble kookaburra of... Nabil Singh. Of noble fame, or on the crest fame, of on the crest fame of no, it's not on the crest, but yeah, but it's a fucking cricket bat. But um, we're just wondering if you had to pick one, what would it be? And if you pick a kangaroo, why are you such a fucking low life scum? Um, we're thinking kookaburra is the king, maybe a wombat second place, like platypus. Third. Emu, emu and kangaroo. Yeah, emu and kangaroo, even though they're on the coat of arms. Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah, like, no, kangaroo's more roadkill. It's roadkill fame. Um, but we'll just, after your honest opinion, like, everyone seems to love the kookaburra. Like, it looks good. It presents itself well. It's a noble top five Australian wildlife. Like, we're, asking. we're just after your top five. Australian wildlife. Uh, but native to Australia. Yeah, native. You can't be getting the fucking African like shit. You can't get Southeast Asia. We understand our native works for yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Tom, you Eddie, and Dijon Mustard. I love David. Dijon Mustard, David. Look, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I think kookaburras are great. Kookaburras are sick, but wedge-tailed eagles are the biggest predator in the skies in the world. Are they really? They're fucking massive. Are they the biggest? Are they the biggest predator of the sky? Dior, back me up. I would say this, and it's to counter your wedge target eagle, which might be fucking huge, which I will see in a second when Dave gets it up. But the kookaburra, for me, is the king. It's the number one bird on on the earth. The wedge-tailed eagle is just a new spin on an old classic. Like it's an eagle. Sure, you're big and you're a predator. The kookaburra. It's got something about it. It's got something about it. They're cool. They're fucking, they're, they're, they're dribblers. They're yarners. They're dribblers. You know what I mean? The kookaburra bloody, just the, the sound of it is dribbly. They love a giggle. They love a giggle. They're a good looking bird. They can also be like domesticated to a Like, you know, you can fucking, you can mate, get on with a kookaburra. Mate, there's kookaburra. There's a kookaburra fucking that's flying around the dumbbells at the moment that'll eat food out of your mouth. That's what I mean. It doesn't give a out fuck. Out of your mouth. Like it'll, it's like Grace the other day was eating something, flew up, bang. You got to respect that. I respect that. I respect the fucking shit. Out I, of kookaburra is probably my favorite bird. They're great birds. They're great birds. Um, I've been seeing shitloads of them around at the moment. I'd think you'd put a platypus above a wombat, and that's no disrespect to the wombat, but the platypus, uh, uh, a bizarre. Well, the animal. platypus is different. Yes. They're a montronome, are Mon- they? Monotreme. Monotreme, them and the echidna. Doing weirdness, doing weirdness well. Yeah, I think you got to respect. You got to respect an animal doing weirdness well. You got to. The echidna, unfortunately, victim to the prevalence or at least the existence of the porcupine. So you're not as fucking red hot as you think you are, unfortunately. So that's why the platypus. Platypus is different. Yeah, platypus is a duck and a fucking and a and a possum. I think. That swims of, in the water. Bit of a dark horse here. Well, uh, firstly, the wedge-tailed eagle, largest bird of prey in Australia and one of the largest eagles. 
And I always see Not these large. photos comparing it to the Ameri- what's the largest to the American eagle. The American like, eagle's you know, like it's a pussy compared a tenth to the West of the Shelley. size. Yeah. Um, oh, so the American eagle's a pussy. Yeah. Like a disgrace like compared to the wedge. Like embarrassing. The, Fil- the Philippine eagle is the largest in terms of length and wingspan. Let's get some pictures of these eagles up, yeah. Dave. But um, what's the what's the gnarliest? Have to be the wedge tail. They pick up lambs and shit. They don't give a fuck. Really? Yeah. They pick up lambs and drop Holy them. shit, dude. They look sinister. This is the Philippine eagle. This one. Wow. That thing's fucking right. huge. Um, I was going to say, while we're on birds, I think the gnarliest Australian animal for sure is the cassowary. Cassowaries are fucking... I tell you what a gnarly as well, which fly under the radar, goannas. Yep. Yeah, goannas are huge, mm-hmm. bro. But then again, they aren't Komodos. No, they're not. So that's why, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. they get done. But they are big. They're fucking big. And they they're get massive, around. Yeah, and they dude. climb trees Look at the size shit. of that thing. On the wall of a house. That's yeah. that's the shit we like. Like, goannas are no joke. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're fucking... They're serious dinosaurs. They're massive. Crocs, obviously. Crocs. Huge. The dingo. Don't mind Off the dingo. Forgotten. Yep. Off forgotten Off dingo. Off forgotten dingo. The pooch of the... Desert. Pooch of the desert, mate. Desert pooch. Now, now, like, sort of been bred and, you know, there's a bit of dingo in the Kelpie now, which is a great Aussie dog. It is a great Aussie dog. You can domesticate a dingo as well. I don't want anyone to say otherwise. You get a pup, you're yeah. good to go. It's basically just dogs that we've let get out of hand. Yeah, that's right. Look, we'd be forgetting stuff, obviously. Of course. There's other great things yeah. out there. Can you get the cassowary up, Dave? Because yeah. they're fucking... I no, think they... Those are fucking do they kill people? Yeah. Um... Like, if you want to check out how they're dinosaurs, check out their feet. Yeah. Right. Look at those things, dude. Cassowaries. Yeah, bro. like, they'll fuck you up. And I think they've got, like, the most powerful kick out of any animal. Fair income. Love that for the cassowary. Whoa, what's up? Why are the cassowaries the world's most dangerous bird? Oh, so cassowaries not to be fucked no, with. No, no, not to be fucked with. Dude. Like, head for the hills. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. The emus are pretty sick. Emus well. are, yeah, emus. Good oh, you, gotta, you gotta respect the emu. I respect the fucking hell out of an emu. Yeah, 2019, some dude in the USA died from a cassowary. Why was he, are they, are they not native to this nation? No, they are native here. Let's not forget right. the, uh, is it the Yukunji? Irukunji. Irukunji. Yeah. yeah. And yep. the, the blue ringed octopus? Yeah. Rah. Your kanji will that would be fuck one. you up. Yeah. What about the magpies? Magpie owls, or are they everywhere? The Aussie magpie, it's Australian. But so you need an Aussie, like they're pommy magpies probably. There's European magpies. Yeah, yeah. What about the ibis? That's not us. Yeah, it is. They're native. Are they native? We yeah. had this conversation. Yeah. I thought no, they're from like the wetlands of like New South Wales. Yeah, and, and then shit. they've been now they've just come in here and they There's a drought and they flew in and they didn't fuck off. But there are other ibises around the world. My sister, because she's lived over in the fucking US for so long, she got back and didn't understand what we're talking about. We're saying like bin chickens and fucking. She's like, "What?" I'm like, "Dude, do you not know like the whole fucking like what an ibis is?" That's crazy. I tell you what, I'm seeing fucking everywhere at the moment is the bush turkey. Mm. Yeah, bush turkeys. Bush turkeys are mate. Northern beaches are having a great. Year Dude, or a couple of years. If you're a bu- fucking everywhere. if you are a bush turkey on the northern beaches, you are living like you're living good, living great. There are bush turkeys everywhere. Yeah, 
everywhere. Just good to know there's still some fucking wild, wild game getting around the Sydney streets. There's a fox that runs around Paddington. I remember when I used to live in Paddington, so there's fox getting around. I was yeah, like, there's foxes yeah, there's, around. There's Fuck. foxes like deep. There's foxes in, in Bellevue. There's foxes yeah. in Dover Heights and Rose Bay. Like, where are they living? I don't know. It's crazy, but they're around. There was, a, there was a fox on UNSW campus, like the same one that people kept seeing and taking photos and whatever, and it was all a big joke until some dude tried to feed him and got bitten and had to be taken to hospital. Were foxes introduced as like to hunt or were they introduced to curb something? Uh, surely to hunt. I have no idea. But again, a fox... I'll tell you a stat that wigs me out. There is more camels in Australia than anywhere in the world. Yeah. Really? Introduced. They're a beautiful animal, the fox. Um, Recreational hunting, there you go, 1855. So, I, I, can you domesticate a fox? Because they're cute. I don't think so. No, I don't think Isn't so. that interesting that like there's just something missing in their brain where you can't... But then what about that Pavlov's dog shit? Doesn't it only take like not many fucking generations to... Yeah, but I think you, you still need... It depends need on the animal. It's like the yeah. bloke... Do you hear about the bloke who tried to domesticate a hippo and then it dragged him into the water and fucking killed him? <laughs> no, I didn't. It worked, so like, as in he reared it from a baby. And he then reared it from a baby, like tried to domesticate this hippo and apparently there was like warning signs. Like this hippo used to get out of its cage and chase people down the river and shit. Like apparently it chased... Yeah, it. that's a pretty good warning sign. Yeah, like a father and a son were like, you know, had to spend like four or five hours in a tree because this hippo chased him. And then he like lured the hippo away with an apple, the, the owner. Anyway, not good signs. The wife was worried about this guy's relationship yeah. with the hippo, but he wouldn't hear it. One day, hippo turns on him, drags him into the water, kills him. I think it ate him. Do hippos eat humans? I thought they were more of a watermelon operator. Like just munt, I think just munt, like crushed his skull. From yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Well, so it was like... Hippos are no joke. No, no, no. Their bite power is more like... More people of die of hippos than I think... I'm not going to compare it to anything, but it's like more than a lot of African... 500 people a year in Africa. Yeah. They're super aggressive, very unpredictable, can't be domesticated. Is this animals? Oh, is, oh get out. This is the most killed. Mosquitoes. Biggest that makes killer. sense, one million. Yeah. Humans? Dude, it's mosquitoes, then humans. That is fucking crazy. Then dogs, snakes? No, then snakes, then dogs. Snakes, dogs, flies, bugs, freshwater snails kill 10,000. Okay, that's weird. Good to know. Scorpions, like really tapeworms. So mosquitoes then daylight, then humans then daylight. It's funny though, like, and you see like how many dogs... Snakes kill. Dude, of course snakes kill. Yeah, but that's a big number. It's higher than I would have thought. You've got poisonous snakes, you've got fucking snakes that'll strangle you. Imagine getting strangled to death by a python and eating. Dude, an anaconda. Anaconda in fucking... Yeah, it happens. Amazon? Mm. Fuck... That shit, dude. Like, you see the size of these fucking snakes. It's just like... Imagine going for a swim in the Amazon. Yep. And getting eaten by a pot, an anaconda. Oh, did you hear about the dude that... makes that, me ill. Yeah. Did you hear about the dude that got eaten by piranhas in the Amazon last week? No. He I was, always thought the piranha thing was a bit of like a fucking Hollywood wool pull. Like, if you put your hand in a thing of piranhas, it's not like it's going to come out like a skeleton. Like, they're not just going to fucking get, rip you apart. Right. Some guy died from do. them, though. Well, know. I know that now. He died I was under the impression they were a bit of a... Like, they are... Obviously, like, they do what they do, but they don't do what oh, they I do. I heard this once. Apparently, there's, like, something in the Amazon where if you piss into the Amazon, like... Yeah. It swims up your dick hole. Yeah. yeah. Is that bullshit? No, uh, we, that's, that's what I thought Irukandji was, but it's not. That's something else. We've done this before. 
Yeah, so this dude was escaping a swarm of bees, so he jumped into a river and was eaten by piranhas. That's tough. That's so itch. Um, uh, 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 like, whoa. they've got some teeth on them. Yeah, they they've do. got they some. No joke. No, so the, and so he got eaten alive by piranhas. That's fucking Jesus hectic. Christ. They'll say fatal attacks are relatively rare. It's not yet known if the attack came before or after the man's death. How else would he have died? Well, so he could have fucking died from the bee stings. He could have fucking drowned. The piranhas just... That's what I'm saying. He didn't get killed by the piranhas. Well, he might have. My understanding is that the piranha thing's a bit of a wool pull. Like, they might bite you, but they're not just going to come and, like, strip you of your flesh. I thought... That documentary, Piranha 3 Double D, is that not real? I don't know if that's real or not. Now I'm starting to question. Maybe it is real. I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, this may get cut. But let's see. Hello, Tom, Eddie, Theo, Dave, Pines in the Dribblers. It's the ad hoc joke dribbler here. I've got a bit of a controversial question that may ruffle a few feathers. Just curious to know if you are circumcised or uncircumcised. Uh, in country rugby, this often separates the teams in a bit of touch footy. Um, generally splits the teams between either hoodies or helmets. Um, and a secondary question to that is, is there a prerequisite to joining the Slippery Bucks based on how whole a man is? Anyway, four skins forever, circumcisions never, manly 13 plus. Cheers, bye. Uh, no, there isn't a prerequisite, although they might, sh- they may, maybe there should be. I am untouched. I'm untouched. I'm as in God's image. Yes. Well, I'm the way in, it was intended. Yeah. I'm in my God's image, so wasn't I am mutilated circumcised. A bit. Wasn't mutilated a bit. No, 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 no. You guys are lucky. I had my circumcision eight days old. It was so sore I couldn't walk for a year after. <laughs> You've used that before, haven't you? Yeah. That is like the only Jewish circumcision. <laughs> I was about to say, joke that's got to be like one on the Jewish circumcision circuits. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, that's, yeah, a, that's done the round. That gets rolled out. That's yeah. done the He's round. been waiting a year to drop that fucking thing because yeah, we never talked about fucking foreskins. Um, listen, it's obviously a topic that comes up from time to time. Sometimes if you've had a couple of beers, it might be a bit of yelling, a bit ye- yeah. yahooing. Is that's think, a debate that's never been settled. Well, I think that dudes who are circumcised, um, like they are at the. They're at the mercy of the fucking reality of their life. And that is that they have no idea what it's like. And they have to be pro-circumcision because they don't have a choice. It was taken from them. Yes. Whereas if you are in camp fucking skivvy, camp turtleneck... Put, you, it, put it this way. Put it this way. We have transformers. Yes. But put it this way. If you didn't do it as a child, how much adult circumcision would you see... If it's so great. Yeah. I don't think you really see it. You don't. Unless it's emergency, like, unless it's medically... You don't see much of it. No. Why? Because the idea of nipping off the tip of your fucking penis, I mean, like, that's a hard sell at the best of times. It, it's, the, it's the sort of thing that only gets cleared in a time when people don't know better. You know what I mean? Like, and now it's a ritual and it's got religious sort of ties, but like you aren't selling that as just a new idea in 2021. But there are health benefits from it, apparently. I think it's very like marginal in the fact it's, it's easier to keep clean, I think is the yeah, main Yeah, yeah, that, right. That only so like true for people that don't wash. Yeah, like it's like if you, if ha- you have a shower twice a day. Once a day is Once enough. a day. Once every two days would be fine. If you don't shower for like three days, four days, five days, you might run into trouble. 
I mean, I wouldn't be. But that wouldn't be the I'd only. Be, that I'd say if you're only. not showering for two days, you're probably in a bit of trouble. You need to rinse that fucking thing. But like, not to not to where it's adverse to your health. No, no, just more that it's gross. Yeah, but that's but that's that's not the only thing gross on you after two days without a wash. No, that's true. Um, the old ring wouldn't be in a very good state. No, either. it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It'd be a hazardous zone. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Um, that the health benefits are that real because otherwise if they were real everyone would be told to do it it'd be like no we recommend you do this because the health benefits there's no health benefits that's bullshit um it's just something if, some someone, people are into. if someone started saying i reckon we should cut off our weenuses yeah that's the elbow skin people would be going get the fuck out of here be like why would we do that my old man is like dave um and he was like when it came to us he was like fuck that i didn't have a choice i'm now going to allow my sons to choose i'm choosing to not do it but shout out to those that are hey there's nothing wrong with you it's just that you had you've got less options you don't have any options you have no options You, you don't have options options are a good thing to have in the dick game yeah on we go. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Davey, fucking mad cunt. Uh, it's the Garbo Dribbler here. Just one little dribble for you, bloke. Uh, what do you reckon about TBH? I don't know if you blokes were around for that time, but there was a, they, they came for a period in the uh, early 2010, I don't know, let's say. Uh, TBH vid, light crew TBH. Uh, just, just wanted to get you blokes' uh, validation on the TBH uh, post in general. And if you haven't done a TBH, do you mind doing one for the pumps and dribbles? Thank you very much. Be Look, there's a couple of things for me here. And this is going to make me sound like uh, an elitist piece of shit. But it's H, not H. I just can't. I hate when fucking people say H. What are they, what are they talking about? Now this, the second thing, what the fuck is this man talking about? You guys don't know like what a TBH is. So I think I do, Dave, and I think I know because of my nieces or my nephews, Steph's nephews, who through marriage now also my nephews, shout out to Thomas and Antonio. I think it was something that like kids did on social media and shit. We were luckily a bit, we were out of that, but it was like you literally put it up as your status. It was like like for a TBH. So if you liked my status which was like for a tbh i'd then like tell you something truthful about yourself or some shit is that sort of it yeah like tbh like to be honest yeah to be honest and and people would be like oh you know you post the thing and people would like it and then it would be like oh you got to write something honest about them but then you don't you just write tbh you're cool and we talk at school sometimes it's it was it was hang on so hang on hang on what if you got like a hundred likes well, yeah, I mean, would you was, have to? Well, I think it was like fourteen-year-olds, though, right? You know, and so it's like this is them, like this is how they would interact on social media. It was like they want to talk to people on Facebook tonight, so it's like like for a TBH. Yeah, it's like spending like a whole. Was night that on like MSN. our messenger? Yeah, yeah, MSN messenger. But at least we would just have conversations that were fucking just as stupid. But it was like like for a TBH. Fucking Thomas and Antonio used to put up and uh, like used to put up photos of them like shirtless six packs and shit they're like 14 13 and i was like i'd always be like dudes one day you're gonna want to fucking delete this thing off facebook dude don't do it but they used to put up photos of them shirtless being like like for a tbh and i was like what the fuck are you guys even doing 
So you would put up anything and go like this for a TBH, and then I'll give you an honest. That is my statement. limited. I that is my limited understanding, Dave. So like, you would just yeah comments would just be filled with fucking. When was this happening? Like you said, early 2010s, like that period of Facebook when like, I guess my generation would have had it, but no one else was on it. And before like it was taken over by like actual paid ads and stuff mm. where your whole feed was just your friends posting random shit. Like, you know how you go into like photo booth on the Mac and just take photos with filters or some shit? I remember I used yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah, yep. you would post that stuff on Facebook and yeah. then there would be, and you know, two people would be together for a night and be like, we're doing TBH videos and then they'll just. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I missed it. Well, yeah, we were 21. I missed that craze. You actually would have been, what, 20, 19, 18? We were, we were beyond the like for a TBH. In, in 2010. You're 19. I was 19. Yeah. Right, I'd have been 21. Missed it. Don't know what to Missed it. But so how, how's he saying that we do one? Uh, yeah, I don't know who he wanted you to direct yours to. Maybe just the punter and dribble community at large. Directing what though? Your TBH. You got to do a TBH. But do what? To, to, I'm still confused. As to so how we just have works. to say something honest about the punters and the dribblers. Pretty much. They're fucking dead shits. We're respect dead shits. with the greatest respect. We love obviously. you all. We dead love dead you all. Yeah. That's what makes you great. Mm. That was the most honest TBH to ever been TBH'd. No other TBH was ever honest. Oh, okay. Well, you could have told us that day before we abused the fucking audience. Maybe we should have just lied. Oh, is that the point of the TBH is to lie? Well, you get these people from school who are like not really your friends liking and you're not going to say TBH, you're an annoying cunt and I'm I don't like being yeah. near you. It would be yeah, yeah, so yeah. what would you say about them? Yeah, I don't know. Like if you have anything in common or memory, it would just be one line. You'd just be like... Was this a way to like chat to chicks? Like... You're really cool. Uh, I, maybe. I feel like girls would do it more often than guys though. Maybe it was a thing for girls to be like, oh, maybe I can... This seems like a bloody big waste of time. <laughs> sure was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It certainly removed any conversation from the fucking situation, didn't it? It's just like... That's the generation in need of some MSN messenger. Yeah, they need some... Your generation, you guys don't know how to talk to people. You need some MSN, dude. MSN messenger would have changed your life. Change it for the better. I had it when I was young. Mm, my first account, no, no, my first account no, was a Hotmail account. No, you no, didn't you have didn't. MSN Messenger. You lie. You would have been yeah. like two. Yeah. Bruh, Bruh I was in year seven. I didn't yeah. have Where's MySpace. Where's that put you? Yeah. I didn't have MySpace, but I had MSN. No, I did. You didn't. Yeah, my <laughs> bad. False memories in my head. Nah. nah. There's no way. Nah, dude. There's you didn't no have it. way you had it. Nah. Nah. Yeah. When yeah. I was born. How old are you? 23? Yeah. So I'm in year seven. You're in year what? Kindergarten. You'd be, how old are you in year seven? 10, 11, 12? 12. So I was like four. Yeah. Yeah, so you're lying. Yeah. So that's a lie. They didn't just stop MSN after you Yeah, but they sort of did. They sort of did though. It Once we hit like long. year nine, they were like, nah, let's long. fucking. It was like a couple of years. Yeah. My earliest memories were like MSN and watching the music visualizer on Windows nah, Media Player. Nah, fake memories. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you're a liar. You're a liar. On we go. <laughs> on we go. Hello, Dior. It's uh, Wool Growing Dribbler. Um, I'm here to comment on the Wool Growing chat about what's the best part of a fleece. Oh, thank you. So the best part is generally the fleece, which is everything except the dags, which is the shit part around the ass, and the belly, which is burping shit on it. Lamb's wool is more preferable because it's fine, and uh, Australia has the finest wool in the world. Also, another point that I think you'd like to know is recently in uh, 2018, 
the um, there was a drive for wool growers to donate wool to create the baggy greens. So 450 people have donated wool and there's enough wool to last 100 years, apparently, for the next 100 years, there'll be enough wool for baggy greens. Thank you. That's sick. Great dribble. I would have liked to have known a little bit more about the wool selected for the baggy greens. What what sort of metrics? Are yeah, yeah, me? yeah. Like grading of wool. Like he says that they donated it. Sure, I'm not saying that didn't happen, but they weren't going to just take anything. No, you're not just taking shit wool. No way. Why would you take shit? Why would you take shit stuff? No. It'd have to be good wool if it's being donated for like hundred years worth. It's a lot of wool that's been donated. What? I understand that. What I mean is, they like, also don't make many baggy grains. But I'm like, if you, why do you need a hundred years worth of wool? Because like, you could just fucking get it when you need it. It better be good wool if you if you're stockpiling. Well, do you think it's like a commitment a that they've made? Not that they've donated. Is there all good the wool, wool around? Maybe they're just like, let's just get it now. We don't have to worry. It's like a seed bank. Forward planning, Dave. Off WhatsApp, brah. Or don't off it, but fucking mute that, it. That was a Facebook punters and dribblers thing. Um. Well, thanks for, mate, thanks for reaching out. That's very insightful. On we go. Shout out to Wool, finest in the world. Lad, long-time listener, multiple-time caller. It's the uh, Brisbane Poke Bowl dribbler. <laughs> just uh, finished a, a succulent Chinese meal for boys and uh, we've just been discussing Crown Lager. I mean, I just wanted to get your thoughts on Crown Lager because... Um, I think we've reached the conclusion that it could quite possibly be the premier beer of the country. Now, the way we reach that conclusion is it's a big day beer. It's a big day beer. Like, it's a funeral beer. It's a wedding beer. It's probably the first beer you had when your dad gave you at a wedding or something like that. Um, we know people give shit. We get that. But, look, I think you just need to move past that. I think you just need to get over it because... Look, it's a big day beer. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Is it the premier beer of the country? We get get shit, but it's, it's a big day beer. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Sam. Well, it's cheers for celebrating. What is? The crowning. Yeah, but is it a bloke? No, it's not. But no, I'm no, saying no. historically that's what it's been used for. In I've the never past, got, before bloke yeah, was around. Yeah, I've uh, never found crown to be that appealing. And that's no disrespect to crown, obviously... I think I think marketing got crowns a long way, a lot further than they should have. They just seem a bit bland. Well, it's Fosters. Yeah, you know that. Don't yeah. You? Does anyone drink Fosters? Why don't we drink Fosters? Because it doesn't taste very good. I know it doesn't taste that good, but like it was big. How does it just like you know? Some people would say like Vegemite doesn't taste very good, but as a nation, we've got an appetite for Vegemite. Like, well, I don't think Fosters has ever been big here. It was just marketed as an Australian beer it's overseas. marketed as Australian beer overseas. So People don't drink Fosses. No, never have. No. I, like, I don't even think I know where to buy it. I've had it like a couple of times out of curiosity of like, okay, why are we fucking known for this shit? And you're like, oh. I never see it. I never buy it. No. I'm never around it. I'm no. never with people that drink it. No. I never see it. No. I just know about it. Yep. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. The only thing I can remember about Crownies was that if you dropped the bottle, it didn't break because of that, like, design. I never knew that. Never knew you know, that. You know, it's like a, it sort of, like, goes up into... Never knew like that. thick to skinny. Yeah, I know the, how the bottle works, yeah. I bet you could smash it. Um, you can. 
smash it. You can. It's like sort of drop safe. Okay. Can we move on? Yeah. How many more we got, Dave? Um, I'll check after this. Time is it? Almost ten past. Tom, Eddie, do your day. First things first. Come on! Get up the fucking black caps. God damn it. Suck a big fat dick, England. Mm. Right now that's up the way. I'd like to make a... Uh, vet here's an aged vet well. For the Hunters and Dribblers Sports Combine. Butter and Coke. That's got to be in there. And if you're not spreading to all four corners with an even film across every slice, don't bother signing out. Yank first, you last. You're right. If you ain't first, you are last, which implies that you guys are last. I, I, first. I, in terms of the buttering of toast in the dribbler combine, I don't know that I would agree with that being something now. I agree that there's an importance that toast is buttered appropriately, but I feel like it's not that difficult to do. Well, well, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. I disagree with that, Tom. There is an art to butter. Like, let's use Vegemite as an example. The ratio of butter to Vegemite is a sacred art, and there are people that butcher it. That's a different conversation. Too little, too much. It's not about actually physically spreading it. It's about eyeing up the bit of bread you've got and coming up with a game plan that's going to see this thing produce its best. Yeah, but I'd argue that the buttering of the bread doesn't change it's the administering of spread of choice well i no no no. i disagree because if you've got a bit of toast and you've got to you got to look at what you're working with am i working with marge am i working with butter am i working with spreadable butter how soft's the butter like do i need to get the butter on there warm it up before i spread it otherwise i'm cutting into the bread well that's yeah that's that is a different again that's a bit on yeah but if you have in the ideal world, you have Western Star Spreadable probably or your low packs of the world. You've got a nice soft spread or you've just got some, you know, uh, room temperature butter there that's ready to fucking go. Yeah, but now, now we're talking perfect world. But sure. Right, well, we're also fucking... We're, yeah, we need to try and have some sort of constant here to operate off and then, then you try and, uh, I guess, react to the things that you can't prepare for like the, the, the hardness of the butter when you approach it. But if we assume that... Butter is optimal uh, consistency. Do you not just spread butter on that toast the same way every time, which is just all four corners of the known universe? And then what spread are we doing? Okay, we're introducing jam. Well, I have this much jam with my buttered toast. I have this much Vegemite with my buttered toast. The administering of the butter is almost the most basic part of... Yeah, it's the, but it's a part. Yeah, I'm saying I don't know if it's dribbler combine worthy. The butter isn't. No. Veggie, maybe. Maybe applying Vegemite. Maybe, maybe. Honestly. Honestly. Like, you know, if you've got a dribbler there who's done pretty well in a few events and then we get to the Vegemite spreading and he plays a shocker or he puts on too much, now I'm starting to think, fuck, bro, are you, are you up to it? Are you made of the right stuff? Are you made of the right stuff? Because now I don't think you are. I don't hate it. Put it that way. I don't hate it. On we go. Tom, Eddie, Dave, 
Tom Eddie, Eddie Tom, Dio. I introduced my dad to the potty this week. He absolutely loved it that much. He started listening to the back catalogue. As we were driving around, we started listening to the kettle chips yarn a couple of weeks ago. He started telling me the story of the great chip buyout of Arnott's. And that's where he's worked for the last, you know, 20 or 30 years. We had a chip on our hand. Apparently, as the story goes, when Kettle became very successful, Arnott's purchased them for a substantial amount of cash, but never got them to sign anything saying they couldn't get back into the chip game. So the owners of Kettle sell off to Arnott's, then make Red Rock Deli. They use the same equipment and producing methods, but just double the flavouring and basically put Arnott's kettle chips out of the markets. Get Anyways, fucked. Anyways, worked. Wow. The chip wars, dude. Oh, dude, that's blown me apart. So that's what happened. That's what happened. Because I couldn't work it out. Kettles were number one. Best in class. Best in class. All of a sudden, no more kettles. Red Rock, like, comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of the clouds. That's wild. You know what they did as well? Those fucking sn- those conniving bastards. They would have been sitting on the on the sweet chili. They would have been sitting on that. Let's sell this, there. and then we Let's, drop sweet chili. Yeah, bang. Because that was their entry chip. That's it what was, that's yeah, got, yeah, that, that was. That put them on the board. Bro. Yeah, yeah. No one had done sweet chili before. No one. And that then, was their like. Obviously, they had their salt. You know, salt and vinegar, salt. Their staples, and then they went. Now here's our. Here's what sets us apart: sweet chili sour cream. It's our aces. Bang. That um, is so interesting. You know what we got to do after this? And there's actually somewhere nearby, potentially, go and get ourselves a fillet of fish burger. You want to do it after this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There is one around there the corner. There is one around the corner. So I suppose we just go to and sit in the car park. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, let's press on. That's a huge fucking yarn, though, that chips yarn. Tom, Eddie, Dior, long-time listener, first-time caller. It's the Greenkeeper Dribbler. I actually cut my teeth at a Greg Norman designed golf course for Long Yard in Tamworth. But ringing up today with some Elliston yarn. Uh, a few facts about Elliston. I've spent a bit of time there. It's a fully fenced, gated community. You've got to sign a confidentiality agreement to get in. Um, you've got to sign that you won't take any photos. I average 11 to 20 rounds per year. Uh, it's a number one condition course in the world. Conditioning being the amount of divots and blemishes on the turf itself. Shit. Um, what else? When you're playing around there, uh, staff on course have to hide when they see a golfer. So if you are working and some golfers are coming along, you need to get your mower and hide behind a tree, turn it off so that you are not seen by a golfer. It's got its own licensed club full of Kerry pack and memorabilia, gym, tennis court, general store, pool, everything you need. It's basically a little cult for the staff. But yeah, good luck getting on there. Uh, I've had some friends play it. They said it was unbelievable. I hope you boys get a start. Dior, you're a legend. Up the fucking storm. Manly never. Swear to God, every fucking dribble Dave's put in has had a mention of him. And that was a good dribble. That was a good dribble, though. That was a fantastic dribble. I'm going to put it down to coincidence because that was a great dribble. Cool. I guess it finished with Dave Love. Well, he was a Storm fan, so he wasn't like sucking up to me. That was just okay. Life, okay. You know. 
That was um, a great job. I loved that it. That sounds like a fucking crazy place to work, especially when it's like you only have to really work like, well, you got to work to keep it all running and good, but like just to be ready for 20 people to come or 20 rounds. It's just like always ready. Yeah. So like people who use that general store, it's like they're just people that live in the compound that don't have to do that much. I wonder if it would be like utopian or if it would be like... No, nah, you'd have to do, mate, like, you'd have to do a lot. Because you still got to, the core steel needs to be in A-grade nick. Yeah, tip-top. Year-round. Tip-top condition. We reach out. Whoever the fuck can get us in there. Reach out. Is that us? Uh, go one more, Dave. Tom, Eddie, D or Dave, punters and dribblers. It's the Birkenstock dribbler. Um, I just want to say, uh, fuck you, Tom. And fuck you, Eddie. Uh, Tom, you fucking wear red pants, shin tickler boardies, and you fucking think that you, you're fucking going to fix your shin, plint, your shin splints wearing fucking thongs and slides. Well, maybe if you wore some Birkenstocks, you'd actually fix them. Um, you've got no sense in fashion. Um, Eddie, you're pretty hot, so I'll, uh, I'll allow your criticism. But, um, yeah, beer soon. Uh <laughs> Slides never, Birkenstocks forever. Thanks for everything. Bye. Now, geez, I got a flight. You got a flight there. <laughs> he came at me hard. I was waiting for him to then come at you. Didn't. That's fine. I would say this though. Birkenstocks on men don't look good. That's all. And we're talking about like the like the the authentic ones, the ones that. You would think of when you think of Birkenstocks. Well, what the fuck else? Because a couple about? of people being like, "Oh, Birkenstock slides." We're not talking about that. I'm talking about. We're talking about Birkenstocks here. We know what we're talking about, guys. Yeah, the ones with the toe thing. We know what we're talking about, and I mean, uh, we're we're not saying the slides aren't included in that either. I'm sure there's people reaching out. We got we certainly ruffled some feathers with the Birkenstocks chat, but that's how you know that. Because obviously there was some opposition, but there was plenty of people being like, "Oh yeah, yeah yeah." Thanks, thank God someone said it. There was a lot of opposition, but there was a lot of support. Yeah. It's look, it's a hot button issue. It divides the public. But it does. I'll tell you what, it divides the public. It does. Which is, you know. That's what you want. That's what we relish in yeah. here at Hello Sport. Yeah, exactly right. Um, hot button topics that that's, rile up the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, and that's that's the way we're going to finish it. There's the Finch man as he arrives to do his show with Kempi. We are done, motherfuckers. We will see you bright and early Thursday. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>